And I don't know nothing about it, but I learn quick, fast, and hurt. I'll be there, and I will mow you down under my tires. This is serious. This is serious. This is not a joke. This is serious. This is for real. The truth of the matter is, you were not a good baby. And you need an asbestos diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants. Bam! All upside his head. Just slap them. They can make you slap somebody. And unfortunately for the Browns, they haven't figured that out since they got back to Cleveland. You ain't seen nothing yet until you see the flaming butthole. And there'll be people walking around all over America with flames coming out of their butthole. To all Republicans and Democrats and independents across this nation, I say it is time for us to kick the dust up. And when I got done, he said to just lay off the hamburgers and french fries, and that really just disrespected me, and I felt awful. I've been waiting to get that take off my ass for about a month. Welcome to the program. Fanto, nicely done there on the uh, on the Friday hunger roll. That's uh, that that's one of the better ones recently. Thanks, buddy. Now, I, you know, I'm going to give all the credit to Tony Rizzo, actually, <laughs> at the end of the day. I've been waiting to get that take off my ass. Hey, Mike Pope Jr.'s going. No, he isn't. <laughs> no, he isn't. I thought about him yesterday. Actually, I like. I was, I was thinking about how we had, you know, we had talked about him like, losing his mind about that the zero sixteen parade, Browns parade, or whatever. Mm-hmm. He does, man. That guy just has the most midwestern accent I've ever heard. Like, I dated a girl once who had a really strong midwestern accent. She was on the radio too, and you could hear it all the time. But his is pretty bad. Who thinks that's a good idea? Dude, he, I mean, dude, he and Joe Tate, I don't think anybody can understand either one of them if they were locked in a room together. I, yeah, I just, I, wow, man, Rizzo, dude, he lost his mind about that. He was trying to tell another grown man he wasn't allowed to go to the. He's not going. Mike Bulk's not allowed he's to go. I said, we both, work, we both work at Fox 8, so I told him he's not allowed to go. <laughs> what? Dude, that's, I don't know. I don't think that's the way that works. Welcome to the program. Uh, you know what I was surprised was not in there? What was that? And uh, we don't want to be overly dramatic here because we we get kind of annoyed here at the Stansberry Show when people like go a little too far with their like, oh, my God, I'm so sad. Like a celebrity died. But the NBA world did lose a pretty big icon in, uh, in, well, in, the, in the sports world there, uh, Craig Sager. And I was a little surprised he didn't make the. Uh, I was a little surprised he didn't make the real. I, I looked for a couple like Craig Sager highlights this morning. I posted some up on wrqk.com. Oh, cool! Thanks I could, for that. I don't think I could find anything that was like appropriate. I mean, like I don't want to be like, "Hey, Alan Thicke died." We could play the theme song, but there was nothing that was like funny. It was just like him asking, you know, Greg Popovich, like, "Well, Pop, what do you think about the halftime adjustments?" And you know, asking LeBron, like, "Well, LeBron, how'd you guys pull off that victory?" So I just couldn't find any good place to put in, you know, okay. Craig Sager's corpse. I mean, I'm not on you about it. I just, you know, I, I just figured you know nba guy that you are viewer that you are there it's certainly a uh, certainly a, uh, a loss is th- this is a loss right for for tv audiences who watch nba games the way i put it in 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 the uh, post that i put is i mean the nba tnt the basketball world and broadcasting are all a little less talented today you know with craig sager passing point. all those things are a little bit less than they were yesterday it's so. fair point and I said uh, the suit game was on a hunted. Yeah, and, and honestly, we're going to get to that here in a second. But like, uh, so uh, you know, we'll talk about his ties right here. As a matter of fact, because a buddy of mine's like a bartender downtown. Yeah, and he had the chance to meet Sager when he was in town. And 
Uh, I'll just read you his post. He said, I had the privilege and honor to meet and speak with Craig Sager while working at the queue. Very funny guy. I asked him who designed his ties. Uh, he flipped the tie around, showed me the tag, and it actually says Craig Sager. Uh, uh, Craig Sager designs. He designed a lot of that stuff. I would, uh, I would, I would not be surprised if there's not some sort of a uh, a clothing line or something put out like a specialty Craig Sager suit that goes on. Well, sale I think he already proceeds. sells stuff. So yeah, well, I might guess suits it. he'll sell. I'm talking like a produced, like, hey, this is the Craig Sager line. Like, like you a can, run. Yeah, like I'm you surprised can, there's not that already. You can wear this goofy ass suit, and you know, half the proceeds go to whatever cancer he was fighting. Or yeah. I can't Remember what it was, I'm sorry. But, I, I, yeah, you know. I don't know which one uh, he was afflicted with. There, I follow his daughter on Twitter. She's yeah. actually a really good follow. Um, his son is too. Actually, they're both very interesting. You know, on Twitter, they have both have very strong sports opinions. Obviously, uh, the way I, I'm assuming her dad did. You know what? The, the, I mean, there's a million moments, but I will kind of remember like that moment that he and LeBron kind of had at the finals game, and LeBron was like, because. That was like the only finals game he had ever done, right? Yeah, this was the first time Craig Sager was ever involved in the NBA now, Finals, which is insane. Why is that? Is it because of the networks he worked with? Yeah. It just didn't ever seem to have the game? or Well, Craig Sager was always NBA on TNT, mm-hmm. and when you, you go to the Finals, it's an ABC product. Uh, so, you, you, you know, I, I don't know if it's, you know, the two pieces and parts don't work well together. Um, that's why this year everybody kind of knew. They were like, you know what? Yeah, homie's about to die. Like, dude's got cancer. He's been fighting it for the that's past a classy years. move. That's a classy move. Yeah, you have to do stuff like that sometimes. And, you know, LeBron and his and it's in the it's on the, the, the highlights from WRQK.com. But he even says during the middle of the interview, like he stops like, you know, Craig Sager's. Hey, LeBron, how are you guys able to beat the Golden State Warriors? And he's like, how did you not do a final <laughs> right. for the past 30 years? Right. So, Which I thought was a cool thing for yeah. that guy in that job to, to hear that from the greatest player in the game currently. That's right. kind of awesome. Right. Yeah. You could tell those guys had a lot of mutual respect for each other. So, it was all, you know, I mean, it's, I, it's certainly sad to see as an NBA, uh, you know, enthusiast like I am. I, I, I like I said, I think the the, the, the association's a little less talented. But he hey, added man, something life, to the know? game for sure. I mean, he definitely added. The, there are guys who kind of do like that job, and they're milk toast. Where oh, Craig yeah. Sager isn't that. Oh, like yeah. you know him every time you turn on the TV, you know him. And it, obviously, a lot of it is the suits. And that's one of the things actually I wanted to pat Craig Sager on the back for today is you can't be in this business for as long as he was without some idiot new age boss who thinks he knows everything who went to like programming boot camp who comes back and tells you people are over the suits i get it it's kind of your thing but they're over it trust me if you go out there and you're dressed the way everybody else is dressed your talent is going to shine through so much more this is going to be your legacy he had a mil- I along the way he had a million idiot programmers who never stood in front of the camera, who were never judged day in and day out by your performance on the radio or on television, would never judge that way, trying to tell him he could be better at it if he was dressed differently. Did somebody, I guarantee you that. Did somebody try to tell you to dress differently? No. Is this where it's all coming from? No. Sansbury, stop wearing that clutch hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I got my Agora hoodie on today. No, I. Uh, but that's what's one of the reasons why I gravitated towards this versus, versus more television. Right? I was like, I don't want to wear suits and ties. I want to wear hoodies. I want to wear baseball hats. I want to be in jeans and lazily dressed. Can you imagine like the first time he decided to wear a suit like that, though? Well, it was probably 
1973 and everybody was doing it. Well, like I, he just never evolved. I, I guess maybe he never he never changed clothes or something. But I just feel like somewhere along the lane, the line early on, and I mean like once he was established, once it was past you know a, a certain point, that point, he said, dude, I'm Craig Sayer. I do what the hell I exactly, want. Exactly. But I'm telling that, you, that first day out it had to have been tough, dude. Every every legend in the business has got that uh, at least two or three stories about how some new 26 year old kid uh, from from Atlanta got promoted because he was willing to do the programming job for less money than the guy that they fired before him who was a legend and so now you got some guy at the wheel who doesn't totally know what he's doing and tried to mi- mix and mess with the Craig Sager for I guarantee it he, there's no way he's the only broadcaster that didn't have to deal with that it's his calling card you can't mess with that but I guarantee you there was some pencil pushing idiot who was like I know how to make Craig Sager better no dude that guy was uh, that guy was pretty damn good all on his own there. Didn't need you there. I might start wearing goofy suits. Maybe that's maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe instead of wearing pajama pants to work, I'll start wearing goofy suits. I mean, it got him attention for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. It, it worked. It, just like, and sometimes I'll see people do this and I'll roll my eyes at them, but anytime you wear something outlandish, whether I think it's cool or not, it does exhibit some sort of confidence. And, you know, whether 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 it's... It does. I mean, and listen, I'm not saying it makes it. I'm not saying it makes you a, like a worthy person I don't, or anything right. like that. But there's some level you're not of confidence. Wrong. You're, you're not wrong, but I don't like the. I don't like the blanket statement that it's about your confidence. I think a lot of times it could just be plain stupidity. Yes, yes, but still, you and not having the self awareness to realize you should not be confident about certain with, things. With most things, self awareness, like you can overlook. Like you can overlook the way you smell. You can overlook the way you act. Jeez, but the really? way you look, you know what you look like. You know what I'm saying? You know what that is. You know what. You know you're wearing, and while while I'm not saying that makes you a a. So you mean to tell me those women that I see who have shirts that don't cover their belly button who shouldn't? They know what they look like. They, they know that they think it's hot, and it's just really it's their decision. Yeah, you know what you look like. You know what you're wearing. So like, okay, uh, you know what, women? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna stop picking on you, and we're gonna go to the dudes. Okay. So the so the mullet dude. Yeah. Oh, he knows. He still knows. He, he knows. knows shouldn't have it. Has it anyway. Uh, doesn't maybe doesn't know that he shouldn't have it, but knows that he has it. Knows that he likes it. Knows that <gasps> he's doing notice, it. Like, knows how intense I got. Like I'm getting to the There's bottom, mullet. dude. I'm getting to the bottom of the mullet. He better not know. I just feel like, like I said, like things with looks, things with the way that you look, even if it's outlandish, even, and I mean, even like. I'm not ready to co-sign that Even yet. Even crazy hair and stuff like that. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Is it, is it always going to be like true confidence in the sense of like you, you, you genuinely believe in yourself as a person? No, but there is at least a level of like, you got some balls to wear something okay, like that. Okay, I'll tell you where we're getting hung up, where, where, where you and I are having a hard time coming together on this, is that this is the way people are, d- different groups of people are sold to you. Like, I think when I see young, attractive, hip people be bold, I'm like, confidence. When I see people who are slobs and don't, you know what I mean, or like things are like 30 years old or, you know, that kind of thing, I think you just don't know. That's not confidence. You just don't know. You're not confidently walking around with a mullet. You just don't know you shouldn't have it. I disagree. I I I, did, I think that I I think we're both right in the sense that I agree with you that like yes like when I was younger and growing up and in the same age group with people and I would watch them take bold steps fashion wise there was always a little bit of me that was like yeah I can't wear it. like I would okay never do that. again and I hope dude I hope I don't offend anybody here but African Americans okay like I would do I was in high school I hung out you know with a, you know with a lot of the black kids in my high school and they could wear things and I was always like damn it dude I can't get away with 
I'm not even cool close. enough for that. Not even close. I'm not cool enough for that. That leather Much African like, pennant, Stansberry couldn't wear that, dude. He couldn't wear that. The leather one had it, though. <laughs> had it. I back pocketed it, bought but it, I had it. Bought it, thought about wearing it, couldn't wear it. Oh, I had it. Oh, did I have it? Raiders jacket, all of it. Had it. Had it. Twinsburg, 94, Tigers. <laughs> Okay, we uh, we do a very good job of patting ourselves on the back when we do something right. Good job, us. <laughs> One of the best things about us is how good we pat ourselves on the back, yeah. actually. Dude, if you don't enjoy when we do that, you might want to just go, because that's about the only thing we're really good at. But we do. We And so and I, I victory lap it a lot in here. Yeah. I totally do. And I come down on everybody else. I talk about how everything else in the world sucks, and we're great and everything else. And I do it. And yesterday, we ended the program. Not even started. We ended the program by totally tripping over our own feet. That's coming up around the corner. I should let you know about this. This week and uh, it, well, and, and then all of next week, it's the Sandsbury Show Stocking Stuffers 620. Right now, as a matter of fact, I have an eight-pack of tickets for the Canton Charge. Yeah! Uh, for grabs. Now, here's the deal on those. Those are vouchers. Mm-hmm. You can use them whenever you want. But tonight is Cavs night. At the Canton Charge game. Fantone will be there as your in-arena host. They're taking on the Delaware 87ers. You're getting a picture with the Cavs championship trophy. That's damn cool. Free t-shirt for the first 2,500 people through the door. C-Town Throwdowns, Moondog on uh, site as well. Tickets just 8 bucks. CantonCharge.com or at the Civic Center box office. Or like I said, be calling her 20 right now. 1-800-243-7625. And like I said, right around the corner, we'll, uh, we'll get into how we screwed up the ending of our program yesterday on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Your next Sansbury Show stocking stuffer is a $50 gift card for Sluggers and Putters. 7.20 this morning, we'll pass that out. And again, 9.30 this morning, Cavs in arena host, Ahmed Crump, joins the program. Because it's Cavs night out of the Canton Charge game. And again, those tickets start at just $8. CantonCharge.com is how you pick those up. So you've done one of these charge games already as Couple the in arena. Yeah. yeah. Are you a little bit more nervous now knowing that he's going to be there? No, and he's like, taking it over tonight. It's oh. him. No, he's doing it tonight. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just I, I thought maybe once or twice, but overall, like they weren't gonna like have him no. Oh. Fantone, get to the side. We got a real professional coming in here. So I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be a part of stuff, but I'm odds taking the job. Dude. Oh, I think that's almost better, right? Hell yeah. I mean, dude, dude that guy's yeah. and that guy's got it like I mean, he's a decade in at that, right? Oh, he's well experienced. Obviously has done it on the grandest stages of it all, like has done NBA finals game. Uh, yeah. Every now and then your boy will kiss the ring. He knows <laughs> game recognized game, dude. Ahmad Crump can take over for the night. Yeah, he is good at that. Yo, Cleveland Cavaliers! Is he not endorsing Mr. Hero, dude? It makes zero sense to me. Has he never, or is he just currently not doing it now? They, I bet he has. They had Cavs in the coal for a while, like the, the chick that oh, does like the her, secondary, yeah. and I think she still does stuff with them, but I don't think I've ever seen Ahmad smashing out a Roman burger. I don't know. Yeah, there's no way he hasn't done it, though. Hugh Jackson doing it now. Man's gotta eat! A man does have to eat. Yeah, going 0-16 early works up in appetites. <laughs> All that hard work. All right, I need a little cooperation from the audience. Okay. All right, I don't ask for a lot. 
but uh, but but I do need a little cooperation, and not even from all of you, just from like a what I would imagine is just a, a, a well a very small select group of you. But uh, I know a handful of you last night were able to go to the movie theater and see the new Star Wars Rogue One movie. Okay, now I have not seen Rogue One yet, and so all I ask. I'm not gonna, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm not gonna censor your timelines. Just don't tweet at me or send me messages to tell me what happened. Like if I happen to scroll through the internet and I and I see it or whatever, that's on me, okay? But don't like message me and be like, "Yo, bro, I can't believe this happened." Like, don't do that, okay? I, I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm a little annoyed about the fact that I haven't seen it because the weeks leading up to it, I was like, you know what? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And then last night, I was like, well, but I do care. <laughs> I mean, it's been out for six hours, so it's not like it's not like saying, like, hey, did you know that Darth Vader is Luke's father? <laughs> like, that's a spoiler where it's like, all right, well, it's been out for 30 years. But, I mean, it's been out for six hours. You're kind of a dick if you're spoiling things right now. I you agree. are. You are. I think within the first month of anything, eh, shut up. Yeah, because people got different schedules than you. Well, right, and it's not a top priority for everyone. And if you love the thing so much where you're like, oh, dude, I'm going out to see it the night it's released. You would think you'd want it to be special for other people. Right, have some respect for it. Yeah, so I, it's killing me because I saw one guy that I trust, my buddy Josh, who mm-hmm. works uh, you know, for Elvis Duran in New York. He said, he posted last night, he's like, dude, he's like, it's not that good. I was really? like, all right. So, all right. But that was the only one. Everybody else I saw, and this is the word they kept using over and over and over again. It was dark, very dark, which... Has what has always made Empire for most people the best of the Star Wars movies is that it was the darkest of the original three. So if they're going down that route, I'm very excited and I'm very uh, well, well relieved. Saw a couple of uh, reviews on social media myself this morning. Yeah, and how'd the, it go? The thing that it seemed like a resounding uh, two thumbs up. Um, the thing that kept being pointed out and people saying it's just a very like. I don't want to say like a war movie, but it's just a lot of battles. It's a lot of good. action. It's a lot of, good. you know, stuff like that. They're good at that. And honestly, that was kind of like, I was like, yeah, man, honestly, that's my favorite part of Star Wars is right. the lasers and the, the spaceships and the, the stories. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, stuff's happening. There's a princess. She's got to get the message. She's got to do this. She's got to do that. <laughs> Empires Empire. and rebels. And- but I mean, when it comes to just like straight up explosions and stuff, that's that's what I'm into. So it uh, it seems like. An IMAX-worthy movie to me? Oh, God, yeah. Anything out of that series would be, I would imagine. Go, go spend the bucks on a, uh, on a on a pair of 3D glasses or something and make it Now, happen. I would imagine there are some school delays and there are some school closings. You can get that stuff at WRQK.com. I don't even care about your kid not being able to go to school because it's cold. <laughs> I just know my movie theaters are going to be packed today, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, when we get out of work at 11 o'clock this morning, my plan was is like, well, I'll just go right over to the theater and I'll just well I'll go see the Star Wars but I don't think even think I'll be able to get in right um well you gotta think even though kids might have the day off parents aren't necessarily gonna take them at 10 I'm saying like if you find the first showing it's still gonna be busy there's no it's day one of Star Wars right it's going to be busy you're not gonna be in the theater no, but dude, people yourself. are gonna be dressed up like if, it's gonna be like that people are gonna take the day off work today or they're gonna show up two hours later they're gonna take a half day you know how I feel like about that, that America I don't know what you're doing. See, you're taking. See, what the hell's up with that? You take off work, and now I got. Now I got to deal with crowded movie theaters. And now you take off work, and it's all fine because you're gonna go see the Star Wars. If LeBron James wants to take a night off work, no, he's terrible. He's lazy bomb. Man, that would not end. We're gonna have to get into that again a little later in the program because that would not end yesterday. Jeez.
I mean, people still kept coming after me. And I get it. Look, we're going to have a difference of, oh, my God, dude. What? Does Cinemark 10 in North Canton not even have it? They got to have it, right? Almost Christmas shut in. Tyler Perry's boo, a Medea Halloween. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why would that still be Why is that still Are you there? looking at the right date? Is something wrong there? There's no way a Halloween movie's still in today. theaters. It's what it says today. The Girl on the Train, Home for Weird Children or whatever, Deep Horizon, The Magnificent Seven, Middle School, Sully, Denial, Don't Breathe, Pete Dragon, Polar... Man, I've seen half these movies from my couch. Um, but yeah, they're not... I, I don't think they have it. It brings up an excellent uh, topic there oh, where you no, talk no, about no, no, you've no, seen no. half these movies from your couch. I have. How is life with the jailbroken uh, Amazon Fire Stick? All right, I had a little a couple of issues with it last night, okay. but I think it was because of the weather and how cold it was and this and that. But okay. um, stuff that's like real, real... Like Magnificent Seven, I have a perfect... like theater version copy of it watched it it was not that great <laughs> um uh i watched the conjuring 2 yesterday had a great copy of that now doctor strange not the best copy yet but again you give it two three weeks you'll be fine but it's not the worst it's not enough to make me cancel my cable bill it's not it's not reliable enough i don't believe that it's always going to be what it is now technology advances every day and they know you're out there with this kind of stuff and they're going to put stops out and there's going to you know what i mean you're going to have issues so i won't get rid of my cable bill but it does stop me from spending 6 bucks to rent movies you know so but uh, but i it's it's not enough for me not to pay for cable uh, Star Wars showing at Tinseltown earliest showing you could get to is nine or eleven forty. I'm sorry, Tinseltown. Is that that's the strip? It's one right? on the strip, yeah. Eleven forty. Oh, I'm sorry, ten forty. There's an eleven thirty. The ten forties in three D. Eleven thirty is. I don't want to see it in normal. Th- I don't want to see it in three D first. I know I'm going to see that movie in the theater more than once, so I'll see I'll see it in three like second or third. Like I don't want to. The first XD showing, which is like the you know higher quality picture, higher quality sound, twelve twenty five. Yeah, that's gonna be swamped up there in the yeah, strip near twelve thirty. Ten forty, I bet. You know what? This three D though. What's the earliest I can see it without like three D? Eleven thirty. Man, that's movie phone. Be- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, apparently ten is the dollar theater. That's why. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. That's why there's still Halloween movies in there. The, the dollar theater is like three months behind. It, which is awesome, though. It's a dollar. You know what I mean? Go see it for a buck. Yeah. Yeah, Don't Breathe, I bet, is worth a dollar. <laughs> Medea's Christmas is our Halloween is totally worth a dude, buck. Dude, why are those <laughs> movies still being made? People are still buying tickets, dude. Just like all the other crappy movies that keep getting made is people still buying tickets. I got to see this movie. I'm freaking out. Now, look, there will be a copy on my Fire Stick tomorrow, I would imagine. But again, because I care about the franchise enough, I want to see it in the theater, so I'm not going to buy because I don't want subtitles. I'm not going to want it to be grainy. I'm going to want to do oh, this is start this serious business. Yeah, especially the first time out. I right. mean, if it's something you know that you now, really want to see. Now, two months from now, right. when they have a great copy of it, will I watch it 100 times on my couch with that thing? For sure I will. All right. We're not going to skip this because I feel like we really did. We we screwed we screwed up yesterday. We did. We ended the program on a really poor note, and and, and it's just well, it was out of character for for the broadcast professionals we normally are, for the Marconi winning radio program we normally are, for the factual, yeah. error free yeah. four hour yeah. 
riot fest that this show normally is day in and day out. Yeah. We ended on a very poor note yesterday, and I do. I, I will, well, dude, I will, yeah, I have to punish us for it, and uh, we'll do it next on Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show on Rock 1069. The NBA world broadcasting industry lost a legend, Craig Sager. Take a little video tour of his greatest hits online at WRQK.com. You know, one of the guys that put on the Hall of Fame City Comic Con here yeah, said he woke up this morning and was like, dude, scroll through Facebook, Star Wars Rogue One ruined all of the, says all the spoilers were all over his timeline. He says he's going to cancel Hall of Fame City Comic Con next year because of it. He's a, such a ridiculous heels in. So that's what I'm saying. I'm trying not to see that stuff. So like, I'm trying to stay very limited on the social media today. Um, I would recommend if you, you know, there's like all these stupid like you know Facebook groups of like Star Wars fanatics. I don't do I any of that Boba stuff. I love Boba Fett and stuff no. like that because for a while, like. I'm a nerd. I like the movies. I don't like everybody who likes the movies. I had to unlike a bunch of stuff on like social media just for WWE spoilers because oh, I would wake yeah. up in the morning yeah. and I'd be like, oh, dude, why are you showing me this? So, you know, just be careful about what you like and hopefully you should be able to. For I mean, dude, it's been out for seven hours now. It's not like we're, t- we're not talking about a month here. I'm not a big, uh, you know, click like on groups and things like that on Facebook. I have, uh, I have enough friends. I don't, I don't need to be doing that. Got enough friends. Well, I do. I just choose not to hang out with people. I, I choose to avoid. I choose to hang out with Luke Skywalker and Chewie. You could do worse than hanging out with Chewie. <laughs> All right, so yesterday we screwed up. Now, this bothered us both. We had, dude, leading up to this moment, we had a pretty good show. Like, we started strong yesterday. Uh, It was very fun, very loose feel. Uh, You know, the best shows ever are when you come in here with your plan, and then midway through, things are going so well, you don't even need the plan anymore. It's like, all right, well, we'll just talk about this. We'll talk about this. And you just kind of go. You get in a rhythm, and you go. Mm -hmm. And yesterday was one of those days. We just kind of had it. And right before we were done, I mean, literally, I think it was the last thing we did. Yeah. Fantone sent me this email, and we both looked at it and went, oh, no, there's been sexual assault at Perry High School. We better talk about this before we get out of here. And I even remember saying, hey, you know what? This is just kind of coming out now. We'll probably have to discuss this a couple of times tomorrow as well. Bam, here's the story. And it turned out it wasn't Perry here locally. It was an Ohio school. It was Perry High School. It just wasn't ours. Yeah, there's Perry, and then there's Perry Township. And we were on the wrong side of things. There. So, I did. I felt awful about it yesterday, dude. I really did. I, there uh, were multiple times yesterday where I was doing things that were not prep related for today's broadcast, and I thought I wasn't able to enjoy them. I wasn't able to relax and enjoy them. My brain kept saying, "This is how you screwed this up today." If you would just stop doing this and read something else, this won't happen tomorrow. Like it, that stuck with me all day yesterday. I, you know, I, I don't think this was necessarily like a lack of preparation. Necessarily. No, 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 no. But that's how my mind works. Yeah, I mean, this was a this was an audible at the line that we called, and we it's, read the defense wrong. It's in the business. It's called, and every good programmer will warn you against it. And I just went against a broadcasting one hundred and one rule yesterday, which is you don't rip and read. Sometimes you have to, though. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It is a rule, but it's not like it's not like a law. It it, it happens all the time. It's on a, a suggestion basis. that can be right. moved. Yes, right. And Especially you, because of how news comes out now right. with the internet and how fast and this, you know, all, all that kind of stuff that happens. I, but I felt like the world's biggest. It, it, dude, when people started tweeting at us and going, "Dude, that's the wrong Perry," I was like, 
oh my god, I can't even leave my house today. I don't know how I'm going to look people in the eye. Like I just, I it, now it's not that big of a deal. No, but but to us, but you to know. Us, it felt honestly, it was like one of the most embarrassing things I've had happen. I, uh, you know, especially over the uh, over the election, I became very big into telling people stop just reading the headlines, read the article before you start making points about things. Yeah. And yesterday I read the headline and I'm like, oh, it's Perry. I think we had like two minutes left in the song, and I'm like, Stansberry, here, just doing his job. Here. Make sure you see this. You Make know, sure hey, you see this. this. And then I went, and again, like I said, dude, at the end of the day, it's my fault. And you know what I mean, dude. Everything at the end of the day will then eventually be my fault. And so I was like, love it. Thank you, Stansberry. Yeah, I know. I missed that too, dude. I missed that too. It's a dude. There's a lot of comfort in where you sit. The buck stops somewhere else. Yeah, that chair's nice, man. <laughs> nice and warm. Feels always good. Totally cradling you perfectly. Yeah, it's nice. I miss that. I miss that from time to time too. But I, uh, I, it did. It stuck with me all day yesterday, and I was like, oh my god, we just lost all of our credibility. But I would imagine not. Sorry. You know what I mean? Like, sorry. That's it. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> what else can I say? Like, sorry. I apologize. You know, okay. I, I was trying to be nice about it. Fantone saying tough cookies. I guess I don't. <laughs> I guess I don't know what to. You know, I guess I can't do any better than that for you. We do have a. Uh, let me see here. Today's the 16th. Oh, yeah. Sluggers and Putters. Sluggers and Putters. A $50 gift card for Sluggers and Putters uh, with the Sandsbury Show stocking stuffer. You'll get hooked up with that next on Rock 106.9. Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. 720, we'll get you hooked up with a $50 gift card. Good for out at Sluggers and Putters. 820, $50 up for grabs. Good for the Hard Rock Roxino. Sluggers and Putters right around the corner, though. Canal Fulton action right there. I've never been. I, uh... I mean, obviously, Sluggers and Putters, there's a little, like, you know, putt-putt version of that. It's, uh, it's too bad there's not, like, an well, indoor driving range. I think it's not indoor, but I think they do have a range. I oh, could, is that yeah, right? I mean, it's, it's not like a golf course or like, it's, right. you know, golf isn't their expertise, but I, I could, be, I, but I think they have a range. I'm going to go to the range today. Eight degrees outside is a good idea. Well, I mean, it's heated. Ah. Dude, Skyland Pines takes good care of you out there. They got like the heaters right above you. Just twist the knob. The thing, Honestly, the other day, I ended up taking my jacket and my hoodie off. Oh, like, sweaty. Yeah, it got warm in there. Yeah, it's not bad. Do you, honestly, the reason why I cut that session short wasn't because of how cold it was outside. It was so I didn't bring my sunglasses, and it was so bright that I couldn't see the ball in the air. I was like, oh, well, I don't even know if I'm hitting this well or not. So I gave up a little early, but I brought the sunglasses today. Oh, yeah, I'm going. Oh, yeah. Stansberry. Dude, I was chipping balls, like like foam balls, in my living room yesterday. Down down like my the hallway that leads into my bedroom. Like what, That's how uh, bad it is. Are you going right after the show? I don't know. I kind of want to see Star Wars. I kind of want to go home and take a nap. I but do. I kind of do. I want to hit golf balls. I don't know. I got a lot. Do I got a lot of things? All these things that you keep talking about, and you know what you're forgetting about. You know what you're you're neglecting. Lunch. The Christmas party, Stansberry. Oh dear God! It's this afternoon. I thought it was next Friday. No, no, no. It is the 16th of December. All right, I told her I wasn't going. Like, she stopped me in the hallway the other day. And I honestly, I really did. When she said, well, you know, she cause she said, can't you just come back? And I figured she meant because we're not working next Friday. She meant because it's a little later this afternoon. And she mm-hmm. expected, no, I'm not coming back for that. It's later this afternoon? No, I'm not doing it. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. And Fantone will attest. I am the guy who, since we have started this job, who has said up and down this hallway to people in this building, what do you mean you don't go to stuff like that? 
This is how you keep your gig. What do you mean? Your bosses evaluate you by this kind of stuff. And in this building last year, I watched a woman who works directly for my boss get in her car and almost hit people in the parking lot who were bringing things in for the Christmas party. So if that's allowed to happen, if you're allowed to pull out as it's starting, I'm not coming back for it. I'm sorry, no. No, I'm not. No, I'm not getting. I'm not getting white elephant gifts. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. What? Which, by the way, do you? Maybe you don't know, and this is going to be terrible radio if you don't have the answer to this. What? Where does? What does white elephant mean? Um, it's something that nobody wants. I, I, no, I don't. Well, know. that sounds great. I don't know what culture it is. Uh, maybe something with like Indian people or something. But Way to sell it to me, Pantone. What's white? What's white elephant? Stuff nobody wants, and we're gonna have. We're, we're, there's gonna be fruitcake. What it's what it's all about what? is is elephants were like treated sort of as gods, and somebody would give you a white elephant. As well, if the, you have a trunk that long, you should be as the ultimate like f you. And what what that was is you would have to feed the elephant, you'd have to take care of it, and you could oh. never you couldn't like kill it, you couldn't give it away because they were treated as like almost deities. So they were so highly revered. When somebody gave you a white elephant, you knew that meant financial ruins for you. I so hope somebody was interested by that because it wasn't me. So it's something that nobody wants. So when you guys are passing around fruitcakes at the Christmas party and stuff like that, that's where it all comes what from. What time does this go down? Noon 30, I believe. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. That's crazy. 12.30? No. There's going to be like Swedish meatballs. There's going to be, I'm sure somebody's going to bring oh, in a- home food? Awesome. <laughs> in a crock pot or something? Dude, seriously, our boss is allowing, it's, dude, it's potluck? You cheap bastards. Seriously, no, God damn it. Listen to me. Listen, 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 listen. We are in the advertising business. We are. You are going to hear a thousand restaurants between now and I got to eat Linda's Swedish meatballs at the Christmas. Dude, what the hell is the matter with you? And so... Salespeople... Jesus, you, well, you guys are still in bed. Tucked in your warm bed, still sleeping. But somebody swing past Old Carolina, maybe smoke the burger joint. I don't know, one of these thousand places. <laughs> Cultured Waffle Company. Maybe one of these a thousand restaurants that advertise with us and get this thing catered properly. Now somebody's going to bring in like a taco dip. There's going to be like uh, a... And I got to pretend the food you yeah, make in your kitchen is good. good. And then, you know, Ugh. you're going to worry about who brought that in because some people, I'm like, yeah, I You just food. don't like them. And then other people, I'm not eating their food. <laughs> like, you know there's people in this building that I'm not eating their food. Oh, God, yeah. It's holiday season. I guess what we could have done is just not go yeah. instead of trash the... <laughs> I like how my sticking point on not going isn't the people. Food's not good enough. Not going. Not going. But right? We are, dude, can Ohio, if we do one thing well, this city, if we do one thing well, it's make people fat. Mm-hmm. It's the restaurants. <laughs> we like the food here. Yeah, right? Have you been to Belton Village? Why do you think they? Food. Why did they? Why do you think Rock 1069 hired me? They were like, dude, you could be the king of your people. <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant eaters. Here's Sansbury. They're yours.
It's exactly why. Exactly what it is. Why are we not relying on the very qualified people we have working here to procure decent food to eat at this thing? I mean, if anything, you'd think the salespeople would sell it to their restaurant clients in the sense of like, hey, Dude, Stansbury's going to run off at the mouth about how good this was. The personalities will be there. There'll, there'll be social media. It's all going to be great stuff. And nope. See, the funny thing is. We both have worked for this company before and been to the Christmas parties. Yeah, they do that kind of stuff. So we've seen it be catered. It's booze-free, too, just so you know. Yeah, that wasn't always the way, but I understand in 2016 how that has to be. I get it. I do. I get it. Hey, guys, have a bunch of drinks in the middle of the day, and then we're going to turn our backs as you get in your cars to drive home to your wives and husbands. Yeah, that's, that's probably not the best thing for a business to do these days. Are you going to come back? Because here's the thing, Dick. You do this to me a lot. You do this to me a lot. No, 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 man. I'm not going. No, Megan's got the day off. I'm not going. No, 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 no. And the next thing I know, I scroll through pictures, and there you are, cheesing, and I'm at home, and now I'm the dick who doesn't like people. Well, what's better or worse? No representation of the show? Or yes. me coming in like, no. and, th- and throwing Oh, yeah, no. That- listen to Employee of the Month oh. now. Weasel his way into next month. <laughs> Look at him. No, Look at him. It, it would be like, it, it's almost like the, you know... The meager offering that the Stansberry Show can, you know, can 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 Look, can, can, can listen to up. him, dude. Listen to him. Listen to the spin. <laughs> this is all mean. about. I want to make you look like trash to everybody who works here in the building. I'm going to sell you. Uh, no, no, no. It's just not important enough for you to go. I'll just go. Stansberry never going to win Employee of the Month. Never. <laughs> Well, I mean, he had a couple of votes, and then he drove his car through the Christmas party, <laughs> mowed us all down like Rizzo, and so, like, we don't know what to do. Looks like Fantone month number two. I mean, seriously, don't come back for this and make me look like a dick. Don't no, do if, that. All right, all right, all right. If, you, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, I mean, I'm here's the coming. thing. Let's just decide. We're either coming or we're not, though. But no, we can't. Let's not stagger in and out like hobos. Like, let's get a plan. <laughs> No, all right. If you're out, God damn it. Dude, I, dude, I just gave you, dude, I just gave you a Harold team there. <laughs> <laughs> just gave you a little Sue, seriously, finish getting ready so we don't stagger in and out of this party like the hobos from down the street. <laughs> well, Dean, we are the hobos from down the... Jesus, I just reenacted Christmas 1986. <laughs> Rest in peace, Dad. He no. did other stuff besides yell, I promise. We're out. We're out. We're not going. We're not going. I got things to do this afternoon. All right. Which means I have nothing to do this afternoon, but I'm not coming back in. He's got the WWE Network, though. That's exactly $9.99 a month. Tickets still available for WWE and Canton, by the way. Is that right? We'll be giving those away when we uh, get back from the holiday break. All right. We got a couple of minutes here. And uh, before we have, uh, before not have to, but before we will pass out the Sluggers and Putters gift card. You know what was in the news yesterday that I couldn't believe that I couldn't believe was still all over is apparently this Obama President Obama birth certificate thing's not over. I thought this was over. I thought we had like been done with this. Well, at the very least, we are done with this. The guy's going to stop being president in, in a month, and at this point, uh, he's been the president for the past eight years. So whether we find something out or something happens, it doesn't change anything. He's been the president. For Apparently, the past eight years. this sheriff and is this Phoenix? Yeah, has been on this for since like 2011. He's been on this. America's and- most racist sheriff, Joe. Uh, what's his name? Appleparo or something like that. Apari. Apari or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, apparently, dude, he's like a dog with a bone with this. He just won't let it go. Won't let it go. They claimed yesterday, and this, I was surprised that they were allowing people to say, <laughs> dude, that there are nine points, they claim, on President Obama's birth certificate that prove it's a forgery. 
that it, that parts of it were lifted from another birth certificate. Now, the articles I read this morning and both last night and this morning say they're not saying he wasn't born here in the United States anymore. They're just saying that this birth certificate itself is, in fact, a forgery. Well, I mean, okay. Now, if 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 the if the nine de- different points they say, if the debate isn't about whether the guy was or was not, you know, born here, then what are we doing? Well, I mean, and I, I mean, like, it's important that the documentation shown to to gain access to you know public office like that should be. I, I want it to be real. I guess what what proves that he is then? If you feel like the if 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 this sheriff feels that the are the documents given if 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 the birth certificate's a forgery, what proves to him that he is born here then? I mean, either you buy into it. That's a good point. Either you buy into it and you think he wasn't born here, or you, you don't. And I don't get where he's coming from with this. People have long stated that this is racially motivated. I would agree. I would agree. Now, listen. If you have, you know, if you want to complain about Obamacare and, and, and the cost of it, and that's fine. There's very valid. Welcome to the point. conversation. A lot of people doing that. Very valid point. Right. I'll agree with you on a lot of it. But if, if if your gripe against Obama is is that he wasn't born in this country, it's a pretty safe assumption of mine that you're 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 motivated by racism. Okay. It seems like when you won't do when other people who were out there on this and foaming at the mouth about it, Donald Trump, when they give it up, when they pack it in, because even Trump said, "Fine, I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm dropping this. Fine, whatever." When other people like that drop it and you still do it, I think you start to look crazy. Now, the integrity of of those documents is important, and the integrity totally. of making sure that you know the president fits the constitutional you know requirements is is very important. I'm not trying to to say that like ah screw it, who cares? But it, I remember saying to me like when this whole thing broke originally, I remember saying to people, "Do I think a President Obama was born in the United States? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I believe that he is a citizen of this country, but." Do I believe America could elect a president who wasn't and get, get duped into that? Absolutely, I do. Absolutely, I believe that. And if you look at who our president elected is right now, you mean to tell me a guy that using a fake birth certificate is crazier than a guy who said grab him by the P wins? I don't think so. I don't think it's crazier. It's at least in the ballpark of the same kind of like America. I mean, it's still in the, you know what I mean? It's kind of in the same ballpark there. So I could see it happening, but I, I I don't know if his birth certificate's a fake or not. I think it's pretty safe to say it's not. I know this article, this USA Today article is calling him a posse. The birther posse. I thought we all agreed about a month and a half ago that that word's inappropriate to use anymore. I think it's a little weird. Call this sheriff. Now, they're lawmen, so obviously that's why they're using that pun. Nine different points they claim, though, dude. Has anybody know. seen Trump's birth certificate? Is it? I mean, has anybody? Has anybody looked at it? Has anybody talked about it? Has anybody even like thought that? I think somebody made him show it when he was out there, like uh, you know, begging for Barack Obama's. I think he did that. I don't know, but don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. But I, but I'm pretty sure I remember. It was like, I think it was one of the late night shows or something. Kind of held his feet to the fire on that. But I could be way wrong. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't know. I don't know the. Uh, I, I haven't verified Donald Trump's birth certificate. Mm-hmm. Nor is it my job to do that. I might have to take up a uh, new cause. 
Well, I mean, at least Google search and see if he has shown it yet. Was Donald Trump born in America? We have to ask the questions. We have to ask the questions. New York, I believe. We have a $50 gift card good for out at uh, Sluggers and Putters. We'll take caller 15 right now, 1-800-243-7625. And ladies, there was a major advancement for your species. For the first time in 146 years, a woman has been appointed to a position. We'll tell you what that is next on the Stansbury Show. 6-9. Welcome back to the program. If you missed yesterday's version, you can podcast that WRQK.com. You can also head over there, check out the Stansbury Show section, take a little video tour through Craig Sager's uh, greatest hits. If you haven't heard, Craig Sager lost his battle with cancer. And uh, the NBA works off for it. Little highlight reel celebrating the life of Craig Zager is uh, online at WRQK.com. In arena host for the Cleveland Cavaliers, Ahmed Crump will join uh, this program 9.30 this morning. And that's all because it's Cavs night at the Civic Center this evening for the Canton Charge. Gates are opening up early, 5.30. Now, the reason they're doing that is the Cavs championship trophy will be on hand. You get your pictures taken with it uh, before the charge take on the Delaware 87ers. Cavaliers girls going to be on hand too. Screen team, Q Spirit Squad, Seatown Throwdowns, Moondog. Nice. First 2,500 people through the door, get a black Cavs and charge t-shirt there. Your tickets start at 8 bucks, cantoncharge.com or at the Civic Center box office for Cavs night. At the Canton Charge game this evening, 7 p.m. tip-off. Charge is playing hot right now, too, man. They had four players score over 20 points in their last game out. John Holland is back. Exciting times in Canton, Ohio. Nice. I may try to swing by that. I have my picture with the trophy, so luckily, like, I mean, they, do, do you, people are going to be pumped about oh, yeah. that. That line, I mean, people are, I mean, that's why they're opening early. I mean, people are definitely going to want to get their picture taken with that. Well, and I mean, you also have your opportunity to uh, get some autographs from Cavaliers Legends and things like oh, that. Oh, Austin Carr in that. Right, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, a lot of stuff. You're going to want to get there early to the charge game tonight. And remember when we got our pictures taken with the trophy and they're like, hey, don't touch the trophy. And I just go up and I'm like, all right, here I go. Not touch only did the he, trophy. Dude, touch it. You wrapped a WWE belt. <laughs> around it. Honestly, you know, my biggest takeaway from that day of getting our picture taken with that trophy was Scott from winningfornextyear.com. He, that made me so happy that we were the ones that, that granted him access to that trophy. He, the look on his face that whole day while we were down there at that. He just looked like a small child of, and just had that look of wonderment. It was such a mind boggler because, you know, the charge made like special accommodations for us. We were like the first people to see it that when they brought it in. And that was awesome. Yeah. But like, thanks for that. Like, Scott knows like, like, Dude, he's like in the locker room. In the, yeah, people in the organization. And he he's has on, floor seats for the finals. He's on WKYC. He's on like the television and stuff. And like he and we made that happen for him. I was just like, yeah, that I, is strange. I guess, you know, but hey, do what you can for people. I'm being asked this question. What's that? And I don't know the answer to it, so maybe you do. But Jim on Twitter wants to know, what in the hell is an 87er? Um, I don't know what it is. Obviously, the 76ers, well, did the... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what an 87er is. I really don't Figure know. that out. What was going on in, eight, I don't in 1787? Yeah, I don't know what... I, uh, sorry, Jim, we don't have the answer on that one. Oh, my God, are you going to the Google machine? Yeah, why not, right? Yeah, what else are we doing? Let's Who just, cares? Live radio! What is a, an 87er? Dude, you know what's really good radio? People listening to me type 87er. <laughs> they can't turn it off. 
my God. Dude, if this is as loose as it is on Friday, dude, imagine what we're going to be like the next four days next week. The year the Constitution was Here passed by the, con- the Constitutional Convention, Delaware was the first state to ratify. Well, so there, there we go. go. There you go. A little history lesson. Okay, there. now the rest of you can look up what ratify <laughs> means. Okay, we're done. We're done with the Googling. I have an interesting story here, and uh, and I found this interesting just because of how long it was. I didn't realize this, but for the first time in 146 years, a company is going to put a woman at the forefront of their business. Okay, and I'm just shocked by this. I can't believe that in 146 years we haven't seen a female do this yet. And, uh, you know, as we as we go around the world and, and this country trying to make it better and more fair and more accepting and more open, this was, of course, bound to happen. And I'm perfectly OK with it. And I'm already annoyed about the fake rage that's going to come out next week about the fact that they're going to do it because nobody should be bothered by this at all. Ringling Brothers is putting out their first female ringmaster in 146 years. I can't believe that. Yeah, I mean, now I don't want to say it's not much of a glass ceiling, but it's like, dude, it's the circus. You know what I mean? It's not like it's like running the country. It's not like it's, you know, a, I don't want to say a position of power, but it's an entertainment job. And entertainment jobs usually are those, you know... It's our normally we're showing the rest of the country the right way to go. Kind of blaze the trail. Yeah. Yeah. Kristen Michelle Wilson, 35 of Florida, beat out all other applicants who auditioned for the job in Orlando, Austin, Dallas, New York, and Vegas. They did like a full-on search. Wow. She was on Good Morning America. She said it was absolutely thrilling. Leading the first show Wednesday night. I'm so honored and excited to be the first female ringmaster of the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. And that is just a thrill even to say it. Now, I don't know because I don't have children. Is the circus still what it was? Like, is it still like... Because I know there are a lot of people who object to going to the circus because of the treatment of the animals. And like, when I was growing up, like in 1980, you didn't even think about that. It was like, oh my God, there's elephants. Take the kids. Um, uh, Ringling Brothers does not use elephants anymore. Yeah, I've heard that. That was one of the, uh... Isn't that one of the draws? I mean, not like I'm like, dude, there's no elephants. I I understand. Fine. Treat elephants fine. But, like, are you still going to draw without, like... I mean, that's kind of what they were known for is, like, the freaks of... Of, uh, you know, animal, you know, feet being the the size of it being indoors and all. Well, I mean, you know, as a whole, do I think that the circus is still packing the punch that it once had? No, of course not. Kids are all jaded. They're probably just sitting there on their iPads during the circus playing Slither.io or whatever the hell that stupid game was was yesterday. So, no. And I guess there's probably a little bit of like, you know... You know, 50 years ago, the the circus truly was the greatest show on earth because you never had access to tigers and, 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 and elephants and things right. like that. But nowadays, it's like... I got hey, Animal Planet. Right. I, I got Animal Planet. I'll go to the Cleveland Zoo and, and you know, I'll, I, 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 it's not necessarily as impressive as it once was. So I think it was probably one of those things they had to make the decision of assets and liabilities. What do we really have going on here? How many people are coming exclusively for the elephants versus how many people are... are this is a bigger headache than it's worth. This is... um. This was twofold, I think, this hiring. It was A, right thing to do. And B, 
you're in the headlines now because you hired a woman and people are talking about the circus. And so now we don't have elephants. We don't have all this stuff. So what do we need? We need a story. Right. We need people talking about the circus. Right. So the first right. time in 146 years, let's get abroad out there. Now all of a sudden people talking about the circus. Here we are talking about the circus. I just, I was shocked in 146 years, a thing that travels the country, like, you know, once upon a time, there was like four packages of this, right? And they were in different cities at different times. Before you could know about that, all of these touring companies did stuff like that. Because you didn't know they were in Portland and Washington, D.C. in the same night. You didn't know that. Now you would know it and be like, wait a minute. But back back in my day, nobody knew that. Uh, Back in my day. All right. (laughs) Right. Trust me, it's nine degrees. I can feel my bones be sore. Like, I don't need your reminders that I'm past my prime. I don't need it. Here's the really interesting part of this story. So I had alluded to she beat out all the other people that applied for the job. Yeah. Okay. I have the number of people who applied for the job. Okay. This is how I know the circus isn't what it used to be. Kristen Michelle Wilson, 35, of Florida, the first female ringmaster for the famed Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus, beat out 100 applicants. Really, dude? There were more than 100 people that applied for this job. She hot? Oh God, is she? I don't know. I haven't. Uh, she hot? She looks lively. Um, <laughs> no, I mean she's not. No, I mean, and not like. She's not hot. She's not unattractive. So she didn't get the job like a weather girl it's or not a sideline like, reporter. This isn't Dallas Cowboy cheer- okay. cheerleaders, now okay. the ringmaster. No. No, no, no. She looks like a person. You know? Yuck, gross. People, <laughs> they're the worst. You know, the one thing I got from the circus as a kid was like, it, it, every now and again, I'll still think about it and think about how happy it made me. It was like one of those stupid like flashlights like you held in your hand and it had like the disc inside the center that spun and it made the color like twirl around. I love that thing. I wish I still had that thing. All right. If you're looking for a Christmas gift for Stansberry. Uh, let's go with the TaylorMade M2 three wood, though. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go with the three wood. Everybody ready for our, uh, the Florida Finals? Yeah. We're going to do that next on the Stansbury Show. Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. God, that is really loud and obnoxious. they got to oil these things down. That mic stand, <laughs> mic stand is terrible. I apologize for that, but... Trying to get somebody fixing that over the holiday. So I got a lot of looks in the hallway over our uh, over our resistance to come to the holiday party. You know, I uh, I, I walked into the uh, break room to get some coffee, and a lot of the like the um, the people in the office who kind of put this stuff together were just kind of like all gathering, and I just got one of those looks like, oh, well, there he is. And they said, "So we hear you're not coming." No, I'm sorry, I'm 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 not. Not, um, I would, but I don't want to. <laughs> Happy holiday. So yeah, I'm not gonna be doing that. So don't do it either. Upstage me, make me look bad. Don't do that. No, no, I'll, I'll go down with the ship, buddy. <laughs> you refrain from starting sentences. I'll go down, but you stop. <laughs> Just, ugh. 
Florida Files time now out of Fort Myers, where uh, the cops had to arrest a Florida woman this time. Florida woman up to no good, not uh, not Florida man. Florida man's normally up to stuff, but uh, but he, but here's the thing: um, they're both going to end up being in the fisticuffs there uh, okay. and uh, and the bracelets. As they arrested a Florida woman, they say who ended up cutting her boyfriend. Like she like knifed him up, cut him up. Because he wouldn't pay for her to have her hair and nails done for her birthday. That's what she wanted. Now, Fort Myers police say that they had to arrest 32-year-old Crystal Garland. And she was upset, grabbed a knife as they argued. Police say her boyfriend then cut it. Uh, police say her boyfriend cut his wrist trying to take the knife away from her on Friday. And uh, she had a different story. She says uh, there was an argument outside the home with a relative and that the boyfriend tried to break up the fight, then locked the house and left. Of course, this is like, no, this wasn't me. This is totally him. Uh, She said he cut his hand trying to later climb through a broken window. She was charged with battery and causing great bodily harm, but then was released. That doesn't seem right. You hold a crazy person like that, at least for a little while. Yeah, well, especially once you start considering all the circumstances of this story. All right, you've got somebody that just got knifed. All right, you should probably hold them. Yeah, uh, yeah you, a little bit. You're in Fort Myers, and honestly, I don't know why anybody gets out of jail in Fort Myers. Like, of all the Florida places, and don't get me wrong, of course, Miami, Orlando, there's a lot of stuff happens there, but Fort Myers is a little slept-on town that, it that, is a that, little, that, yeah. the, that the craziness happens in, and her name's Crystal, dude. What else would you expect from a broad in Florida named Crystal? Just Stabbing, stabbing dudes left and right. They don't have a picture of her, and I already know what she looks exactly like. Exactly what she looks Look, like. No, exactly what she looks like. Right? There are. That's crazy. There are certain names you just avoid. With Crystal's women. one of them, man. Crystal. I, I have long said, any dude you meet a girl and her first her first name starts with the letter A, run. They just all seem to be dude. Ashley's. Oh. Oh my God! Like, dude, I want Olympic speed at that point when I meet an Ashley. But you're right, Crystal is like another one of those yeah. where it's like that ain't good. Your your parents didn't know not to name you Crystal, especially with a K, a Crystal with a K. Oh. You're all bad right there. Oh, get, get ready for porn, girl. Get ready for it because that's about the option you're gonna have. All right, we will start the third hour of the program. We will do it next on Rock 106 on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9, online WRQK.com. I'm sure I'm not the first person to ever point this out, but dude, let me tell you, frontmen of bands have the best job ever. That's the best job ever. Like, I, I just realized it while we were sitting there listening to that Van Halen. Like, at any time during this next conversation I have with Fantone, if I don't know how to make the conversation better, I just can't be like, I can't just harmonize. And not use words and fill out 30 seconds of the car. I can't do that. You could pull the Steven Tyler and start bebopping and skating. I'm telling you, that's my New Year's resolution. Starting January 3rd, when this show comes back from vacation, when I don't know what to say, I'm using historic song filler elements to fill the conversation. Nice, dude. I bet you, you know, you practice over the break. You could probably get a couple of good James Hetfield. Yeah! yeah. You're getting a lot of those. Yeah. yeah. Wait to hear the David Lee Roth. What do you hear those? <laughs> then I can just go into the best Paul Stanley. People! If you're out there, people! Those dudes are lucky. They it's not even English. They are. Not even English. Zipper doo bop bop bow. That's amazing. That's good stuff. 
I wish I could do that. Country artists, man. They don't sing about crap. They need to start listening to more rock music. What are you using all that English for, Jason Aldean? <laughs> what are you doing? You don't even need it. I got bad news for Cleveland, Ohio. What is that? So Cleveland Browns? <laughs> No, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's bad. Don't, oh, I thought that's where we were going. I had the sacks ready, buddy. Don't get me wrong. That's bad. They did a study here on a, like a thousand point like uh, grading scale system. Okay. Of medium-sized airports. Okay. In the country. And <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland Hopkins Airport came in dead last. On a thousand point scale. Of medium-sized airports, so like huge airport, like Atlanta would be like everybody's like I, I I don't know about everybody, but most people who have flown in and out of Atlanta's international airport, that place is a mess. It's like one of the worst airports I've ever been. In. Every dude, I've, I've flown into Atlanta two hundred times, and every time I'm just like I dude, I get anxiety about it. Chicago O'Hare, that airport can overwhelm you. Like if you're not if you're not like airport savvy, you can get lost in O'Hare really, really easy. But those are too big. They they weren't even in this study. This were like medium based airports. And Hopkins Airport came in dead last. Surprise. It doesn't suck that bad. I was gonna say the airport's not that bad. Now there was a little bit of like construction going on. While that was happening. And you know, travelers, if you inconvenience them even just a little bit, oh my God, I'm white and American and I don't, everything to do something took more than 20 minutes. I hate you and I'm going on Yelp and telling everybody. Uh, People need to start getting over that. And that's with airports and everything else in the world where it's like, oh my God, this construction. And it's like, well, are you going to bitch about the construction or are you going to bitch about the potholes? Which one are you going to bitch about? Because you can't do both. But no, people totally, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to wait. I can't believe I'm inconvenienced. Shut up, dude. If you want nice things sometimes you're gonna have to wait for them to be built i don't have to i want it now i want it cheap i don't want it to be inconvenient shut up uh you lived in sacramento did you not fresno okay now did you did you ever fly in and out of the sacramento international airport no never even went to sac oh really okay because sacramento's international airport actually did all right i just would assume that that would have been one of those california airports you had to use um, you know, once upon a time, John Glenn Columbus International Airport did all right. Seven hundred fifty-six out of a thousand, they did okay. To give you uh, the Cleveland number, Hopkins seven oh four. It was the lowest rated, and I don't know how Akron Canton would have been listed as far as airport. I don't know if they would consider, dude. If Hopkins is a medium-sized airport, yeah. my guess is then Akron Canton wouldn't qualify as medium size. That's the beautiful thing about Akron Canton. Though, oh, it's, it's a small the best, airport. It's one of the best airports I've ever used. I used it in August when I flew out to Oregon, and, I, and dude, security took me twenty minutes. Not even. Like I, I rolled up, walked right in. They checked you. You know, they grab your luggage. They go through it. Security's really fast. And honestly, dude, Akron Canton. Airport is very, very convenient. Now, as we sit here and, and compliment the Akron Canton Airport. Oh, no. And I know they're a, uh, you know, I don't know what I say, a, a partner of the, uh, of, the, of the building here. They're we, a client, yes. Stuff. The Akron Canton Airport commercials always make me like, eh, not the ones on the radio, but the ones on TV. There's this one where it's like a blonde mom and she starts crying about the airport. She's like, oh my gosh, we always fly out of CAK and she starts crying. And I'm like, lady, what are you crying about? She's like, it's just so easy. And she starts tearing up and like getting all emotional and like, oh my gosh, my memories and my family and all this stuff. I'm like, lady, what are you crying about? 
She cries? She cries. Like tears in her eyes, like emotional tears too. Not like, oh, I'm so happy to go to Orlando or, oh, I'm so happy that Spirit Airline is here for $59. I can fly anywhere in the country. This lady starts crying about the Akron Canton Airport and I'm just befuddled by it. It's strange. I didn't. I haven't seen that. The convenience of of, of not waiting in a long line gets her emotional. <laughs> I don't know. It's a great airport, but I'm not going to cry. It's a fantastic airport, but yeah, I'm not going to cry about it. It's such a good airport. That's strange. I've never seen that. Speaking of taking oh, no. flights and doing, I'm not going like anywhere. That, not doing anything. No, I'm not going anywhere. What's the story? I've uh, so all right. So I looked into it. Flights to L.A. were like six twenty-five, <sighs> and it was just like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's, it's expensive. This is a little too much right now. And Vegas was about the same thing. It was like five ninety, and I was like, no, I'm not doing it. Like I just didn't plan it well enough. And I was telling my friend this yesterday, actually, uh, uh, that I'm happy I went to Oregon in August because I felt like right. I needed it. Put but, a little closure on it. I mean, was that what it was about? No, nah, I was just, I needed to get away. I needed to relax. I needed to be somewhere. And yeah, I wanted to see some friends. There was a little bit of closing. Yes. Um, but it, that wasn't the, that wasn't the total motivator, but what I really should have done was not do it. And why do you say that? Financially, it wasn't still totally ready. Now I've recovered. I have the money and I can kind right. of do what I want. I kind of right. come and do what I want. This and that. My version of broke is probably worse than, you know what I mean? Like much like how I say I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. When right. I say I'm broke, I have money. It's just, I don't like the amount I have. Oh, well, I mean, there's a huge difference between like, I can afford to eat when I say I'm broke. Right. And, and, and there's a difference between like, I'm broke. That means I don't have any money because I paid all my bills and bought groceries versus I'm broke. I right. cannot pay my bills. I right. cannot buy groceries. Those right. are two different brokes. Yeah. My version of broke is I can't afford a $200 GPS golf watch after I pay my bills. Right. You know, and even though I still could, I just don't want to afford it. Right. But so like I've, so I didn't want to do another one of those where it's like, all right, well, I, I always go to Vegas for the holiday. If I go anywhere for the holiday, I go to Vegas. And so I was like, well, I always do that. Don't want to do it. Why aren't those people ever coming down here? And, or, you know, why, why doesn't my mom come visit? Why, you know, my brother and my, and his wife both from Ohio, they're both from Cleveland. So it's like, well, why can't, why can't occasionally you guys get in a plane and come home? I don't understand why that can't happen. Well, because it's you, one person going to Las Vegas versus four people coming to That's cool. Ohio. That's cool. It's been 15 years. Fair. You know what I mean? So, like, I mean, you're right. This was the first year. It's like, well, yeah, there's one of me, 10 of you. It's the first year you've liked your family in how long, though? You know what I mean? Like, of course they're not going to. When you're sitting there trashing them in front of the entire world for Dude, you're employee years. of the month. We can't be friends? <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. So, like... <laughs> You know, I'm not really mad. I'm just joking with you. But I, uh, I just, it's, I'm always on the go because of my life, because I'm not married, because I don't have kids. Like, all right. So like, I've kind of decided I'm not going anywhere for Christmas. So my friends, my friend Jessica is like, well, you know, you have to come up here then. Well, why? She's like, you're not the only one that gets to avoid family madness around the holiday. Well, why? That's, <laughs> I mean, respectfully, it's not my family. And so I plan on going up there. And spending Christmas Day with them, for sure. It's Christmas, you should be with people who you love and that whole thing. I totally get it. But last year, when we were off for the holiday, I packed my bag and I went up and when I was dating that girl that lived up there, and I was up at her place the entire time I was off work. And so when we came back to work, I was like, I don't even feel like I was away. F- I was like, I haven't, I just want to enjoy my place. You know what I mean? Like, I want to I want to take some time off, and I, I want to do a staycation, and I don't want to live out of a bag for a week. I don't want to pack a bag and go somewhere, and, you know, did I bring this, or do I have this, and, oh, damn it, I forgot my cell phone charger. I need to go to Walmart for $30 this, and I don't want to do it. I don't want it. 
I, I just want to just, just relax and just do what I want to do and enjoy myself. And yes, Christmas Day, I will go be with people. But outside of that, I just honestly, I want to be left alone more than anything. Does that sound lonely? My ex-girlfriend told me last night it sounded lonely. Now, I'm sure there's some people out there who are like, yeah, dude, Stansbury, he just wants to be alone. But there's some people out there that really know you and are like, Stansbury doesn't want to be alone. He just feels like he has to be alone. He feels like if he lets somebody pass the wall, they're going to hurt him. He's got to push him away before they hurt him. That's how it goes. This guy just tweeted in. I've never heard of him. He said, your sister-in-law is loaded, too. And he's not wrong. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like I don't know if he knows my sister-in-law or not. I don't know. But they have, I mean, they're not loaded, but they, my brother and my sister-in-law do well enough to where they can afford flights to come home. I just, you know, I had this whole long conversation with my friend the other day. She's like, no, you have to come up here. I was like, no, I don't. I'll come up there for Christmas Day, but I'm not spending four or five days up there. I'm not. I want to be down here. I want to get day drunk in the bars down here. I live here. It's been three years and nobody come visits me. And then every time I have four or five days off, everybody gets pissy with me when I don't want to go and do and stay with them. Nobody comes down here and sees me. What? I'm just, I feel bad for you, buddy. Somebody needs to come spend some time with Stansbury. Break no, down you that don't. Wall. Come break down the wall. You know, Dude, he's just hurting for somebody to come tell him how special no, he is. No, that's not Stansbury, it. Stansbury, he's so broken, he just needs somebody to hug him hard enough so the pieces come back together. Ladies, you could fix him. You are an <laughs> effing traitor. Judas. We, Judas is right. We, uh, we, we compromise because she's got time off work. My friend Jessica does. Yeah. And so I said, all right, well, why don't you come down next week? I'm done Thursday at 10 o'clock. I'm done. I'm done till the third then. Why don't you come down? You're, I was like, you're off Thursday and Friday next week. Why don't you come down Thursday? We'll hang out. We'll go out to dinner Thursday night. We'll go to like, you know, a good restaurant in camp, probably, you know, Bender's or whatever. And we'll go do that. I was like, and then, you know, we'll hang out all day Friday. And she goes, well, then you have to go Christmas shopping with me on Friday. No. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. Like, I just don't understand because I'm not in a relationship or I don't have kids that people just assume that when I have free time off of work, then I, that I should uproot my life because what I'm doing doesn't seem worthy to other people that I should uproot it and then go do what, what other people want me to do. And I, I don't understand. Like, but, you know, what kills me about this situation is that I'm called the selfish one then is that you're selfish because you just want to be by yourself. Well, wait a minute. You demanding me to leave what it is I want to do and me and and depicting how I spend my time away from the office isn't that how is that not selfish? How am I the selfish one? Okay, because that's what my brother's gonna say. You know, you're selfish. You didn't want to come out here. Okay, well, it's been do you've lived out there almost twenty years, bro? You haven't been home, like. The hassle of the family, dude. It's 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 a built-in excuse for everything. Of like, no, I can't come out there. I would have to buy a ticket for the kid, the wife, the mom. The the hassle of the family. The fact that you're single and the fact that you can do as you please when you don't do as other people please. It, it I, I understand how it looks selfish. I understand the the visual of it. And the problem is with Facebook and Twitter, you can't lie now. No, you can't. You can't tell people, oh, yeah, I decided to go to L.A. I'm going to be gone for Christmas and then just hide out in your own place. Because now people are going to be like, really? Where's the pictures of the pier? Where's the, you know, where's the beach? Where's all that? Where's all that? You can't lie to people anymore. I hate you, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I enjoyed lying. A great deal. It was fun. Avoiding my family, avoiding people around the holidays. It was the best. No, everybody's got to check in from everywhere. Like, I can't. No, I can't. I, dude, I, I don't get my freedom anymore. I don't like it. 
You know what? No, dude, you did this to me. I'm doing it to you okay. right now. All right, we're going long. <laughs> Here we go. Because Fantone right. can't wait for next week. He can't wait for to, to be on vacation. Excited, yeah. Because, dude, he's all because we both get really annoyed. And again, this goes back to Facebook. I do a real good job about bitching about Facebook, but secretly behind closed door, Fantone hates it more than I do. Yeah. You hate it more than I do. I, I mean, social media sucks. There's no question about it. The sanctimony of the memes and the and 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 the, and, and the, the fake intelligence people get after they have their heart broken. Mm, it's bad. It is. Circle smaller. New year, new me. I've uh, learned the worst thing you could do. Don't ever make somebody stay awake at night and wonder why you mistreated them. Blah 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 blah. It's all garbage. And Phantom can't wait to avoid Facebook for two weeks. <laughs> You've been celebrating it for a while. It's coming. It's coming. It's it's uh it's a it's a uh what do I want to say? It's a an annoyance that is necessary for our jobs. But uh, no, screw Zuckerberg. I'll agree with you. Yeah, no, I cannot wait not to not to have to pay attention to that every single day. I you know I still will. I can't stay away from it forever. But it'll be nice not to have to like rely on it day in and day out. Eight o'clock now. Eight twenty rather. Twenty after eight. Well, this is uh where we're gonna pass out those. $50 gift cards, and I just want to make sure I have this right. It's for the Hard Rock Roxino this hour. 1-800-243-7625 is how you get hooked up with that. And more show coming your way next. Hang on. Hey, guys, you got Stansbury here for High Voltage Indoor Carding. You can find them in Medina. They're just minutes from the square located in the old foundry building, or you can find them online at highvoltagecarding.com. That's highvoltagecardingwithak.com. High Voltage is Ohio's first, fastest, and longest indoor electric go-karting track in the state of Ohio. They have the best carts in the business. You're hitting speeds of around 50 miles per hour. And with the family looking to come into town for the holiday season, take them to do something a little bit different and a lot of fun. Check out more info at highvoltagecarding.com. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9, online, wrqk.com. Tonight is uh, Cavs night out of the charge game, Ahmed Crump. And arena host for the Cavaliers will join us 9.30 on the program. I tried to get Moondog, but he doesn't do interviews. Is that right? No, he doesn't. I'm all right with that. I uh, I am less entertained by uh, by mascots than you are. I am. I'm, I'm more worried about mascots than I am anything else. So you know what happened yesterday is uh, a jury found Dylan Roof. Guilty of the Charleston Church Massacre there. Shouldn't be shocked. There, self-declared uh, white supremacist Dylan Roof was found guilty Thursday of killing nine black worshipers at a Bible study class in South Carolina church. Uh, it took a 12-person panel, Fantone, a little over two hours to convict him on all 33 counts stemming from last year's massacre at the historical, uh, historic Emanuel AME Church, including uh, the two dozen that fall under the federal hate crime statutes. Uh, the reading went as we find the defendant Dylan Storm Roof guilty. Jury foreman said 33 times as Roof stood in the courtroom, uh, his face blank and betraying nothing. Didn't he try at first to like be his own lawyer? Yeah. Like, he went that route. That's never a good look. Well, I guess when you're in a situation where it's obvious and, and undeniable that you are guilty, does it really going, is it really going to make a difference whether he had an attorney or not? Because he was still found guilty on 33 counts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I guess there's an argument there. I would imagine sentencing is probably going to be lighter, though, that if you have a have an attorney. I mean, not at this point, his sentencing is going to be what it's going to be. Yeah, I, and I think that's the kind of the thing is like, dude, if, you, if we're talking about DUIs or like a drug charge, yes, you totally should lawyer up every single time. Anytime, For sure you should. Anytime you as a, as a citizen go into a court of law, I definitely recommend you lawyer up. It's 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 a very confusing they, world. They know things you don't. Right, and they understand how the process works, and you they don't. have relationships with people that you don't right so i you know i i i can completely uh you know understand why when you're in a situation like he is why it's like dude f it i don't care i when i went to court there was somebody who was in there for dui who didn't bring a lawyer and the judge flat out had said i know exactly why you didn't bring a lawyer you're trying to skate the fifteen hundred dollars it was going to cost you to hire a good one and he's like if you think you're getting off on that fifteen hundred dollars you're not there are other penalties i can give you and sure enough I mean, he threw the book at that dude. But is that right? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I don't know if deciding to represent myself in the court of law, which is completely 100 percent legal and, and, and your right as an American. I don't know if you should be punished for that. That's not that seems that seems un, very unfair. They're vindictive. I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm not arguing for the side of it being right. I'm just telling you, it's going to happen to you. If the judge picks up on why you didn't bring a lawyer is the fact that you were trying to save the money. They're going to impose other punishments that at, there are at their disposal to do if they see fit. I am. I am uh, ready to deal with the financial consequences of my decisions i am you know trying to to minimize the impact on my life and you know it just oh yeah we agree it just feels to me very dick move there judge yeah. like, like i mean i would agree i you know it's not great I'm, I'm not trying to skate it because i don't want to pay you i'm trying to skate it because I, I i don't have the money to do this so yeah i think sometimes they know that you do though i, I don't you know i mean i'm with you I, I'm, we're not arguing i'm just saying it, it i've seen it with my own eyes i've seen it happen so uh, I, I bet this is um, at least, I don't want to say a good day, but at least the resolution people in South Carolina needed on this issue. I mean, there's, I mean, nothing's going to bring people back. We all no, know that. Not. But at least now this feels like justice served, right? Guy wanted to start a race war, and that was his, like, you know, his, that's what he said. He was, you know, I went in there with the intentions of starting the race war that so many people are worried about. Does this enter into terroristic threats and, and, and actions? This is where people use that term homegrown terrorism, right? And, I, you know, I, I, the way I always view terrorism, it's got to be politically motivated violence that ends in the death of in, in civilian casualties. So, like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, I, I don't know how I argue against it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know how I don't think this is terrorism. Yeah, I mean, you were. I mean, the goal was to terrorize people. We've kind of taken the word terrorism and 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 made it solely about fundamental terrorism from around the world. Brown people. Yeah, we and then that's yeah, brown people. I mean, right? It's not the blacks doing it. It's not the whites doing it. It's not the it's not the the Asians doing it. It's but we brown have, people. We've kind of taken that word and made it. It can only mean when it's this Muhammad. Yeah, right. And that's not probably the best system there. Um, I know over this last year, it was really like a big thing about, um, you know, whether or not the news uses the same terms for the same people. And so I, I remember this being a story of, right. they're not calling a terrorist and, you know, this and that. But it's, uh, it's, I mean, you were out to terrorize not only those people in that church, but but a group of people from which they hail. And that was your goal. That's what you were trying to do. So, yeah, I mean, on, on, on yes, at the, at the basis of the word, yes, it's terrorism. Yeah, you're, tr- you're trying to start a race war. I, I don't know how we get away from that. Um, I actually had somebody kind of ask me yesterday when this all broke off. It was like, well, dude, Fantone, you the most 
most liberal person in the world. You even you have to support the death penalty in this. And just to put it in the record books, no, I don't. No, I don't. This guy should be in jail for the rest of his life. What I'm sorry, run is, that by me again. Well, somebody was like, hey, dude, you're always anti-death penalty, but you even you have to support it in this case, right? And I said, no, no, I don't. So I know this guy did this. I know it's an absolutely morally reprehensible thing that he did. It destroyed lives. You it destroyed just, a community. You, you just fundamentally disagree with the death penalty. doesn't matter okay. to me that, that, that he, you know, what he did, doesn't matter how tragic the story is, the death penalty I'll always be against. Yeah, um, that's fine. You're totally allowed. To, like I said, I like I've said about the death penalty. I don't care enough to like full on support it. I just don't care that we have it. Like I'm kind of indifferent to it. And I know a lot of people heard that in the wrong way and went, "Wow, that's kind of cold." But it's like, man, there's 24 hours in the day. I got a lot of stuff on the plate. Got a lot of stuff that requires my attention. Certain some stuff is going to be backburnered. And if they kill Dylan Roof down there with the death penalty or whatever, I don't even care. Not even a little bit. Going to backburner it. Just uh, it's just the way it is. There's only so many hours in the day. I can't care about it all. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Rock 106.9 WRQK is conducting a test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test and should last seven seconds. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show, Rock 106.9. Coming up at 9.30, we'll talk to Ahmed Crump, the in-arena host for the Cavaliers there. It's Cavs night out of the charge game. Those tickets start at just 8 bucks. You can pick them up right now at cantoncharge.com or the Civic Center box office. Well, the box office itself might not be totally open yet, but cantoncharge.com will work just fine. It's Cavs night, dude. I bet you they open at 9. I bet yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably, that's probably a fair point. They're trying to sling tickets. Get yourself some. This isn't the right page. That's why I can't find it. Looking ahead at 920. As a matter of fact, it's a Canton Charge 8-pack of tickets you're getting at 820. I'm sorry, 920. God. 820, 920. What time is it? Where am I? It's almost 9 o'clock in the morning. Oh. Well, last break at 8 o'clock here, buddy. So I didn't realize how much, how many waves Terrell Pryor was making. I didn't realize this. Now, I don't, you didn't watch the game last week a whole lot, right? I, Not I, in particular. I there mean, was, it was a, on, but there was a there was a heated conversation that looked like between RG three and Terrell Pryor and Pac Man Jones from the Bengals. That kind of said, "Yeah, those two were fighting. They were arguing the whole thing." And Tony Grossi kind of did a little reporting on it. And I guess Pryor kind of felt like, you know, you should come to us and R- me and RG three before doing this. And Grossi says here, this is you know, he took to Twitter says. I like the way Pryor plays the game, but he's a little bit of a diva. You have to interview him on his terms, and that's what I didn't like. He says, I think this Pryor thing shows that the Browns' culture has not changed. That's on you. And uh, I asked Fantone just kind of in passing the other day. I was like, why does Terrell Pryor make people so angry? It's like, now the la- I think it's the last three teams they played, the guy that's going to cover him talks about how he's garbage and can't play the game. I just didn't understand he was out there making people this angry. Well, I think one of the things you have to consider is that once you get involved in trash talk, number one, obviously you're going to get a bit of a reputation amongst your peers with that. Like, I'm sure there's a little bit of, dude, F Terrell Pryor. Dude, that guy sucks. You know what I mean? Like, Well, I'm, I know a little bit of it is definitely guys sick of hearing about you. For right. sure, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and when you're the only offensive weapon on a football team, who else are you going to be shooting at? You know what I'm saying? Who else are you going to be taking shots at if you're one of like the traditional trash talker. You're, I mean, dude, who else on the Browns is even halfway decent? You're a You ain't talking trash about some white some white tight end? Come on, dude. It's 
surprised you're even allowed to have those. Right. I mean, honestly, you start talking trash about a white tight end, what are you going to start saying about the guy? Yeah, he looks like he drinks milk. Gary Barnage does look like he should be in a milk commercial. He probably is. Hey, it's Gary Barnage here for milk. Get him a Roman burger while you're in it. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, Pryor pisses people off, dude. I, I, I didn't realize that. I'm sure. I mean, you know, and, and, and especially once you start considering... Okay, so you're a you're a you're a bit of a diva, as Tony Grossi described him, and you're somebody who's going to talk trash about you know the other side. It's like, bro, we're up on you by 24, and you're still running your mouth. F you, man. Like that's where that we, would make me mad. That would get me real mad. Yeah. If, 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 if it's a close game, or if you're up on me and you're talking trash, all right, man, you got to you got to deal with roll with the punches there. But like, I'm beating our team is beating you by 24, and you're still running your mouth. I, that would make me furious. I'd be, like, I'd be like another radio station talking trash about the Sainsbury show. Which doesn't happen because we win. Well, two guys try, but <laughs> they, don't yeah. have, they don't have the job anymore. Yeah, so all that one worked. <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't go all that well. Did you see what RG3 said about his relationship with Terrell Pryor? I don't know. Did he only halfway deliver the sentence? <laughs> no, said, what, did, what did he say? He said, we Gucci. Swear to God, we Gucci. And white people are like, what? Gary Parm, what? Meaning we're good? Meaning that everything's okay? I thought Robert Griffin III was out to prove he has grown up. And then he got a tattoo of a girlfriend that he's been dating nine days. And then he says, we Gucci in an interview? We Gucci. I thought he was out to prove he had grown up. Wearing a bucket hat. (laughs) I thought that was the whole thing with like the responsible old car, right? I'm not flashy RG3 anymore. I'm not that guy anymore. I'm growing up. I'm changing who I am. We Gucci is your answer? We Gucci. Well, granted, dude, I love hip-hop music. I think it's kind of funny. But as a guy who's trying to remold his image in the NFL, that's not the way to do it. Well, and I mean, dude, if, the, if, that, if that was seven years ago, it's a very dated reference. Like Nobody huh. talks like that. Dude, hear that, RG3? You're not even black enough. Yeah, dude, come on. Okay, you know what? I'm not. I don't want to get you in trouble. Black is showing Canton. Two white dudes telling RG3. Here's how you got to hip hop it up. Blazing hip hop and R and B. Coming up at nine o'clock. Bids Black Camp on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. You're getting hooked up with an eight pack of Charge tickets around 9:20 this morning. It's about 15 minutes from right now. It's uh, Cavs night out at the Charge game. Doors are opening at 5.30. They're opening a little early because they're going to have the Cavs Championship Trophy out there. You can get your picture taken with that. Uh, Mr. Cavalier going to be out there signing autographs uh, as well. Austin Carr and Ahmad Crump will be out there and uh, handling the in-arena host duties this evening for Cavs Night. And he'll also be on the program around 9.30. Unless I knock him out of the way and steal the microphone from him. It's a possibility, dude. I wouldn't. I mean, you just started working there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're not employee of the month there yet. Ah, I'd wait point. on that one. Good point. You know, I, I always read the hate mail when people, like, write in and tell me, uh, you know, when they tell me how much they hate it and how much they, they hate us. I read those a lot. And, uh, but we just got a piece of really good fan mail. Nice. This is what you could call it. Uh, Brent write in and says, hey, man, I just want to thank you for yesterday. I have been, uh... I've been a truck driver now for about a year and a half. I had to work yesterday with all the snow. I didn't think it was going to be all that bad. Turned out to be one of the worst snowstorms I have personally driven through in my tractor trailer. For sure was a comfort having you guys on the radio. Kept me relaxed and focused. Hearing you guys laughing and joking. Thanks again. 
and uh, have a great weekend. Wow, Brent, thank you very much for that, man. Thank you. Yeah, no problem at all, dude. It's our uh, it's our job. See, you lower your standards, you'll like uh-huh. the show more. That's it. Uh huh. It's, it. it's really about you. It's not about us. Get stuck in a snowstorm and, and not be able to leave yeah. your truck for like three yeah. hours. Then you'll like it. It's not that bad. That's it. That's all you got to do. It's better than sitting here in silence. You know, I bet if you cut a finger off while listening, you're like, you know what? Those guys aren't that bad. Uh, I don't know, dude. I feel like we are that bad, and I'm not going to lie oh, to you about no. this one. Why? What happened? I went into the break room, and the crock pots are already lined up. And, dude, the looks I got from the powers that I be, told you. they are not happy with I told right you. Now, bro. I told you. I was like, dude, we're the only, because our, like, our office Christmas party, which isn't, let's be real, it's not an office Christmas party. This is people plugging in crockpots and getting rid of the food that's been in the back of their fridge for a year and giving it to coworkers. And, that's what this is. And not having to finish off the workday on Friday. You know what I mean? That's really what it is. It's like, oh, well, we'll say it's going to last an hour. It'll end up lasting three. I can waste my morning pretending like I'm doing something to the crockpot, and then I can waste the afternoon pretending like I'm doing dishes. And, it, dude, it really is just eight hours of wasted time. Why do these people hate us? <laughs> I don't know why they hate me. I, uh... Now, look, I have always, always, always been one of these guys that you go to this kind of stuff right. because I think your boss judges you on it. I really do. In most situations, this building's different. It really is. Like I said, we saw, we watched people last year as this thing was unfolding, get in their car and almost run people over who were walking across the parking lot with cookies and stuff for this thing, leaving. And I was like, oh, okay, well, obviously this isn't a big deal if we don't go to this then. And so I've made the decision this year. I was like, no, I'm sorry. They do it at 1230. We're normally out the door by then. It's Friday for us too. And, you know... People in the office, and a lot of you work early too, so I'm not like trying to you know climb up on my cross, but a lot of these people in this office, they don't get here until 10 a.m. They say 9, they're lying. Yeah. It's 10. I watch. And so they say to us, oh, it's only a few hours. You can come back. Okay, cool. Next week, the four days I'm working, I want to have the holiday party. I want to do it at 345 when I normally wake up. I'll be in your living room. You ready? Well, no, of course, because that 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 that's not convenient for you, right? That's not convenient for HR and sales and marketing and all these <laughs> marketing department. That's funny. We don't have one of those. But <laughs> it would be, it's not convenient. So like, but then again, this is, goes back to the selfish thing. People are going to look at us like we're selfish without putting themselves in our shoes, thinking about it that way, which essentially makes you selfish while you're saying that about us. Well, and let's be real about like the Christmas party too. It's going to blow. Yeah. I mean, in the sense of like <laughs> that one. It's not like, you know, you and I, if we were to come this afternoon, we would talk to each other, talk to a lot the boss. ifs in that sentence, John. Talk to the boss man for a second and then leave. It's not like we're going up there and performing and doing the show live for him or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. No, I'll tell you what, if one person in this office will turn it on once over the next year, I might do it live for him. This party isn't going to be, you know. Whether we're there or not, we're not the life of this party. We're not the we're not the hosts of this party. Oh, I disagree with that. I think it'll be very noticeable when the two most entertaining people in the building aren't there. Oh, well, I think I think there will be a lot more uncomfortable silences than if you or I were there. Difference there, I guess, is between is that you don't care. About. No, no, it's between me and you. Is in those situations, you do you you kind of like ham it up. You kind of like in a meeting or in a, in oh, a party. Oh, in like this that. building, if spirits well, need I, to be lifted, I'm that guy. Well, I don't. Dude. No, I not don't at care. all. I don't care if we sit there uncomfortable. 
ultimately, I don't care if we sit there and not have it. Like, I'm not, I'm not a trained seal. Just because you decided to have the office party doesn't mean I'm coming in wearing like a, like reindeer antlers and and singing jingle bells. And for you I kind of do. I yeah. kind of view that as my job. Yeah. Like, okay, here we go. We're all together. Nobody wants to be. I'll make this better for all of us. I, I do do that. I don't care. I, I genuinely don't. Next time, don't have a party. It's not my responsibility to carry this thing up the uphill. God, why do people hate us in this building, dude? Because <laughs> they ain't us, man. They ain't us. That one crockpot does look lit, though. I'm not going to lie. There's no, like... th- that's my problem. I did this earlier. <laughs> I'm going to do it again. Please come back at 1230 and eat leftovers from Thanksgiving in our crockpot. Dude, this is a... This is a broadcasting building. We have some of the best restaurants in Canton as our clients. And we're peanut butter and jellying it for the holiday party? That one crack pot's got like some sort of potato number going in there. It just looks good, dude. It looks like a cheesy potato something. And I wanted to open it up and like take some of it. But I'm like, dude, if I do that and get caught and I don't come to this Christmas party, it's going to be hell to pay. I'll go do it right now. <laughs> I don't care. I, I just I can't I'm not I'm not doing it <laughs> but I dude I'm worried about you I worry about you I do I worry that you'll like you like you're a turncoat dude and I, I just Benedict Arnold I just see it the thing starts at 12:30 I just see you at like 12:20 sitting here in your apartment like all right, I'm going to go. should probably go. I can't not go. She made fun of everybody. He won't go. He'll look like the mean one that everybody hates. Uh, it, listen, I think this has kind of been a big week for uh, Fantone Judas, but I promise you, if you, I mean, if we're saying no as a team, we're, we're, we're doing this. You don't have to style. worry about me either because I want to do it to you, but I'm too lazy. Like, I'll get <laughs> home and be like, nope, it's warm in here, bro. I'm not leaving. I went so far as to tell a lie. What'd you say? Like, our HR woman was like, yo, are you coming back for this today? I was like, no. I was like, the clubs are in the car. I'm going to Charlotte as soon as the show's over. Because that was kind of my plan for this weekend. And we had to, we had to, we had to cancel. But I had a golf trip for Charlotte planned for this weekend. But my buddy can't go now because his wife won't let him. So we had to like cancel last minute. So like, that was my plan is I was going to go to Charlotte and play golf. And, uh. You know, a buddy of mine just got a really good radio job down there. He's like, hey, why don't you come and check it out? Well, you know, he's like, I'll get you guys on some cool courses. And, you know, we'll have fun. Damn right. Sounds great. Let's go do that. And my other buddy's like, my wife won't let me, man. Next week's Christmas. And she's like being really mad about it. So you told her that you're leaving town? Yeah. So I kind of, I, well, I told a fib. So Thank my, God they don't listen to us here, dude. Thank God. The problem is her husband does. He's like a religious listener, too. Like, he listens every day. And I don't want to make it sound like we don't like her. Michelle's great. Right. Yeah, no, it's not she's, bad. She's an awesome person. It's just... I don't like Christmas parties. Right. Right. We didn't bring anything. We were no. supposed to, like, gift it, too. It's like a white elephant thing. I still don't understand the definition of this thing. White elephants, source of pride. They're big, hard to take care of. Give people elephants. I don't understand it. And we haven't cooked anything. I don't have a crock pot full of anything. No, of course not, because I'm a grown-up with a debit card. So if I was going to supply food for people, I would go get food they'd want to eat. Not here's my three-bean casserole, and you don't know where my fingers were. 
<laughs> yeah, but you don't know where restaurant employee fingers were either. Just don't because, do it. Just because they have a sign in the bathroom that says employees must wash hands doesn't mean that they all right, are. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. We all act like that sign is like, oh, well, everything's good on well, the up and ups here. Here's what I know. I already know that restaurant burgers are delicious, though, and I don't know if Crock-Pot Swedish meatball burgers are delicious. I don't know. I don't have that. I don't have the facts. I can't do it. Here's the other thing. There's 13 people that work here. Yeah. This is like the saddest holiday party ever. Yeah. This is like, you know what this is going to feel like? You know what that holiday party is going to feel like? It's going to feel like the Christmas you put mom in the home. <laughs> like, that's what it's going to feel like. Like, okay, Christmas Eve. Pat her on the shoulder one more time. Back away. Love you, Mom, Grandma. let go of my sleeve. You got to stay here. Love you, That's what Grandma. it's going to feel like. You're eating that crappy like nursing home food, acting like it's good. You bring her some chocolates, hope that she doesn't die within the next year. That's right. This is put your mom in the home holiday party today, which you would think I'd sign right up for. Right, right, right. I mean, I, I can't I, do it. I guess the only thing sadder than an office Christmas party with only 13 people is not winning employee of the month when there's only 13 people that we work here. <laughs> All right, I'm coming to the holiday party. <laughs> Congratulations. You just got me. I'm buying the best white elephant present ever. Everybody's, dude, you get an Xbox One S. You get an Xbox One S. Everybody, damn it. I hate you so goddamn much, dude. Like, I don't understand. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I, I you know what I'm gonna have to do? I'm gonna have to print out. You know what? That's my New Year's resolution. Okay, is I'm going to I'm gonna line the walls of this studio with definitions of like words like teammate <laughs> and <laughs> unity, and th- therefore, as a guy who thirsts for knowledge, always wants to read stuff, apparently doesn't know what simple words mean. Start putting those motivational posters up. Picture of a mountain. Unity. <laughs> Some fighter jet teamwork. I'm right about this, though, right? I mean, dude, you're the biggest media company in the world, and it's cold cuts and Swedish meatballs from, like, Sales's Kitchen? That's embarrassing. I mean, honestly, it's embarrassing. Not even for me. I don't care. I'm not, I, dude, I wouldn't go anyway. You could bring benders in here, and I'd be like, all right, well, can I take it to go? Like, I wouldn't want to hang out there anyway. But as far as, like, the largest media company on the face of the planet, that's embarrassing. It is. It's embarrassing. You should be embarrassed. Like, sorry, employee. Hey, sorry you just read that newsletter from the CEO the other day talking about how we just made a billion dollars or whatever the hell it was from some new thing we just created that I didn't read because I don't care because it's just me reading the thing that's going to replace me as their employee. But we just made, like, a billion dollars. There was just, like, a good news email the other day. Hey, congratulations. Company's never done better than it's doing right now. Catered holiday parties? <laughs> no. No. That might have went a little far. A little bit. A little bit. I push you there. I can't necessarily get mad at you about it. Are the iHeartMedia black SUVs out in front of the building? Rolling up right now. I don't know why we're unemployed. We were doing so well. And then we skipped the office Christmas party. Dude, it's cold outside. You want to fire us? Don't. Not Christmas. Birthday's right around the corner. May, you can kick me in the balls then. It's nice and warm outside. Strike the harp and join the chorus. Jeez. Jeez. 
We have a eight pack of tickets for the Can Charge game. Now here's the deal: they're vouchers. You yeah. don't have to use them tonight. I just would because it's Cavs night. Again, they're opening the doors early, five thirty. Cavs championship trophy on hand. You can get your picture taken with that. The charge is taken on the Delaware eighty seveners. Ahmad Crump will be there as your in arena host. He's going to join us next on the program as well too. First twenty five hundred fans through the door get a black Cavs and Charge T shirt. And you can buy tickets. You can get them just 8 bucks, cantoncharge.com, or at the Civic Center box office. But uh, we have an 8-pack of tickets. And again, they're vouchers. You don't have to use them tonight. I just would suggest you would. There's a lot of stuff. Austin Carr going to be there as well. A lot of stuff going on surrounding the Cavs at the charge game tonight. We'll take caller 20, 1-800-243-7625 to win those. And we'll talk to Ahmad Crump next on the program. Hey. This report is brought to you by Hallmark Signature. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show and Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. The waiting is over. We're very excited. We can't wait to do this. We have on the phone with us, in arena host, outside of LeBron James, probably the most recognizable person with the Cavaliers organization, Ahmad Crump. My man, thank you so much for joining us this morning. What's going on? How you doing? Man, it's good to have you on the program, buddy. Um, it's obviously Cavs night at the Charge game. You're going to be down here at the Civic Center. Doors open at 5.30. Cavs championship trophy going to be on hand. A lot of fans down here very excited about that. You may not know this, but the guy I do the program with, Matthew Fantone, is the in-arena host for the Canton Charge. So he's kind of like okay. he's kind of like the watered-down version <laughs> of you. You know what I mean? Like we, I, you know what I mean? Like, dude, you've been and you've been like, Ahmed, how long? Ahmed, how long have you been doing that up there? It feels like forever now. Yes, I've been hosting with the uh, team since two thousand five. Yeah, wow. it's been a while. Yeah, uh, wow. Yeah, it's been a been a long time. I started with the organization in two thousand three, and um, yeah, and so so when Dan Gilbert bought the team in two thousand five, you know, I thought you know I wanted to slide into a different position. And um, I thought host. I wanted to be a game show host growing up. Uh, when I when I realized you could that, do that. Uh, playing basketball was not going to be in my future, <laughs> I decided yeah. that I wanted to do some type of hosting thing or whatnot. And never did imagine years that I think that I would do it on uh, NBA level, where I can uh, you know blessed to do it in front of twenty thousand fans a night. And uh, the overall experience has definitely been humbling all these years. You know, Ahmad, obviously, you know, you have a natural knack for this, but it like, you know, you were probably on like the, you know, the promo team, maybe the scream team or something like that. But when did you realize like, damn, dude, I could be pretty good at this. Like I could be the man at this. How did that all come to be? Well, uh, so I used to be on, uh, so we have, we, so we, we have um, our hip hop dance team with the Cavaliers, the scream <laughs> team. So I started with them in 2003. I used to come to Cavs games back in the day. And uh, this is this is pre LeBron and uh, and the Cavs. They were just a bad team. Tickets were free, but every time I, they showed me on, on the screen, you know, I will. I always wanted to be on the floor, throwing the balls in the stands, or you know, um, you know, just and I would just show myself. I would just let my hair down when I saw myself on the screen, and you know, I just say, you know what? I used to host talent shows in college, uh, Greek step shows and things like that. So. I just said, hey, you know, let me, let me give it a stab. You know, I used to do, I used to act like I was a game show host walking around the house. So, um, and uh, it just turned into something different. And uh, it's been great since 2005. I've been blessed to do a couple NBA All-Star games. And uh, finals, it's been baby. great. Yeah, finals. NBA Finals. That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, as yes, I'm- absolutely. 
As Ahmad Crump joins us, the in-arena host for the Cavaliers, been with the organization since about 2003, in this position since around 2005. So just one big begging question for you then. Do you still yeah. have the do you still have the championship ring or did you pay off your house? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm definitely uh I definitely have that uh ring. That's uh one of the uh I mean that's an heirloom forever now. Right? I'll definitely keep around. Is that your prized possession? Like of all the things that you've collected or the things that you own, and I don't know you personally, so I don't know what it is you're into. And you're around athletes all the time. I would imagine there's probably jerseys in your house, signed things, yeah. shoes, other teams and this kind of stuff. Is that championship ring? Is that your prized possession, I and mean, dude, if you have kids, you should probably claim one of those. But, but I mean, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't know. I don't know about you, but like, is that ring your prized possession right now? Well, right now, yeah. Outside of my kids and my wife and everything. See, there you go, family uh, man. I like it. That that definitely. It's just you know something that you know, you know. I'm, I I used to go to different NBA arenas, and I used to see their host all the time flashing their rings in my face or whatnot, and I always wanted to be like, you know, wow, what would it be like to have a, have, a, have a championship ring and to actually have one in my hand and, and, and my name is engraved on this ring. It's like, wow, like, you know, this is, this is really mine. This is real. That's amazing. So, you got uh, to consider. Yeah, so I've, that was good. Not to say I, I wore it once, um, and I'll I'll definitely wear it one more time for um, for Christmas when Golden State comes. Uh, Good for you. I'll have that on the on the big screen. So, oh, I like you know, it. You know, and we we definitely want to stay humble about it. But it's just something about Golden State. I I I, I respect them. I just don't like them. Hey man, I don't I don't like them. So Fair. I'm definitely going to rub uh Fair. rub it in their face a little bit. Yeah, especially Kevin Durant, dude. If you can if you can oh. like just show them what it looks like, Kev. This is what it looks <laughs> like, bro. And I mean, you really do have to consider, you know, starting in '03. And you're right, dude. Prior to LeBron, the Cavaliers were in a pretty dark place. And then once yeah. LeBron left, went down to Miami. You still continued to be that host. So good times and bad times. You know, Ahmad Crump's been Seen both sides. Right, he's yeah. been out there announcing doing his damn thing out you're of the, like the Right, 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 right. With that being said, with you with you having seen the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows, what did that championship mean, not only to the organization, but to dudes like LeBron, dudes like Dan Gilbert, dudes like Kyrie? What did this mean to them? Uh, it just, you know, uh, it's just the fact that hard work, it, de- it definitely pays off. You know, winning the, winning the championship in, in sports, you know, you know, although I've, I've never done it before, but I can just only imagine the hardest thing to do of all time, you know, all the hours you got to put in, and you know, you got to have a whole lot of luck behind it too. All guys and, on uh, the same page. That you got to have a whole lot of luck behind it. So I could, uh, so 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 for LeBron to be born here, and for him to leave, you know, it's like the four years of college that he went to in Miami. Right, fair deal. And for and for, and for the whole story to come back around, where the hometown kid to bring a championship. You know, to a town that he actually grew up grew up in. You know, and I'm talking to LeBron. You know, a couple of times. You know, this is the most special out of the three he has. Uh, this is the most special to him as, as well because it's like he did it for a team, for a city, for the land uh, that was starving for for uh, for starving for a title for years. So for him to actually do it, and for Kyrie to get it done as well too, in his fifth season, you know, last year winning the NBA championship, you know. It's a great, great accomplishment for those guys. We're talking to Ahmed Crump, the uh, in arena host for the uh, for the Cavaliers. I want to talk to you about this because obviously we we found out that that you kind of came to this as being a fan of the NBA, being a fan of the you yeah. know the Cavaliers and all that. So LeBron made some yeah. headlines this week, 
and it mm-hmm. seems like people were on one side or the other about him not playing in Memphis and not traveling with the team. Now, Ahmed, I just want, or, uh, Ahmad, I, uh, I'm just going to be upfront with you. I'm going to tell you what I said about it all week. That I understand in today's era where the fan has kind of made it, you either win a championship or you're a bum. That's what Twitter's done. We've kind of put these guys in that situation. I understand a a premier athlete going, you know what? Well, then I'm going to save myself a little bit for the championship run so I'm not the bum. I get that. But I did have a problem with the not traveling to Memphis, at least. I, I I don't love that. I like the team being together as a fan of the NBA. And look, I'm not looking for you to, you know, to... to, to Throw LeBron <laughs> under the bus. Right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I, I'm not looking for that. I don't, I don't want to get you hung up at work. But can you understand why the fans maybe feel like, dude, at least put the suit on and go down there? Yeah, I, I understand both. I understand both sides of it. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, LeBron, you know, like, you know, uh, they do have a lot of miles on them on those tires. That you know? absolutely and, uh, does. It's fifteen you know, years now. And it, 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 it's, it's definitely unfortunate that it had to happen to a Western Conference team. But just like you said, that's what the NBA that we actually play playing today. Right. Like that's I'm just pretty sure. Like you know, definitely. You know, I've been watching the NBA forever. You know, uh, and you know, definitely in the Jordan era. You know, he would he 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 wouldn't he never did that. Right. You know, but like you say, just now. You know, uh, this is definitely uh, this is definitely a players' league now, where back in the day it really wasn't like pretty shit. It pretty much uh, like you know, like uh, the owners uh, and the commissioner they had a hold on the actual league. And yeah. now, I think it's just a different NBA now. And you can tell too, because guys, I think guys in other sports are completely jealous of the LeBron's power. And and influ- oh, yeah. and let's call it influence. I think it's really influence. And I think you look around other leagues and you read the tweets of other celebrities and stars. They really wish they had LeBron James's influence in their respective field of work. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Like LeBron James is definitely a you know uh, like Michael Jordan. Of course, uh, he was a trendsetter in the NBA. And the next one easily is LeBron James. Even as great as Kobe Bryant is, uh, uh, well, what should I say? Uh, LeBron James, as far as he is completely trendsetting uh, the NBA, where you know, you know, he's he has people, people, you know, trying to you know walk walk like him and trying to dunk like him and do his celebrate celebrating dances after after they dunk a bass basketball and you know um, that's just the way they, you know him and him. Uh, his business partners, you know, like he, he, LeBron has a great team around him. He really does to make sure that you know everything, uh, everything as far as his business on the court and his business off the court is in is in is in one hundred percent tact. So uh, it's it's definitely. Uh, I think a lot of people will love to have the power and the and the, and the, and, and the success of a LeBron James. A lot of responsibility comes with that, and that's the part I think people wouldn't want and wish they could give back immediately, and LeBron handles that really well. Unbelievably exactly. well, actually. I think if you look at you know LeBron James's story and you just looked at it not knowing it and said, oh, well, it's a kid you know that grew up in a single-parent household, ended up an NBA superstar, and brought his boys with him, everybody's going to be like, oh, he was out of the league in three years, blew all of his money. And LeBron, I was going to say, that's the NBA story. LeBron has done the 
exact opposite right. of that, and he's he's really you know you mentioned Michael as a trendsetter, and I, I I think that fits LeBron just as equally. Um, and also I think that fits the Cavaliers, man. And the point that I want to bring up to you, and and maybe this is what some Canton Charge fans can look forward tonight is I'll watch you know Cavs games in Indiana, I'll watch Cavs games in Milwaukee, I'll watch Cavs games you know across the NBA, and the production value and the 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 bells and whistles just aren't there. Why did the Cavaliers decide to go so, you know, whether it's the floor or the great social media accounts, how have the Cavaliers been able to kind of bring what was the NBA into the current day? I mean, you know, we have to, we have to respect both. We, we have to respect both, both, both sides of the fan because back in the day, just like you said, you know, we didn't have all the bells and whistles and we, uh, we, we used to cater to the old school fan. Right. There's a lot of fans who, co- who come to the game now they don't care about the dancers. They don't care about the big scoreboard. They don't care about, you know, my stuff coming out there doing, giving away T-shirts and yelling at, yelling at the fans. Whereas now, you got fans now who just, who's there, uh, and maybe they don't even like that basketball, but maybe they're just having a bad day at work or maybe having a bad, some, some problems going on at home. And if they, if they can come into the arena and if we can let them forget about that for the next 40, 48 minutes, at a basketball game, and it maybe a simple high or a simple sales or a funny video that you see on the scoreboard or just a T-shirt being thrown at them, or maybe we could put them into a, con- a contest on the floor where everybody gets a chance, a chance to see them. You know, it, uh, it's just a different – like it's a different day and age of an actual fan, you know, and all the money that Mr. Gilbert has been putting into the arena with, with the brand-new scoreboard, and then we have the brand-new re- renovation that's coming in a couple years. And uh, it's just, you know, it's just a great fan – it's a great time for all types of basketball fans. So if you want to come, you know, we want all, all, all fans, fans to come. But if you're looking for the old school fan, you know, we pretty much, I don't know if we have too many of those inside the Quick and Longs Arena anymore. No, they, you make them a fan, dude. Even if they come in there like, oh, dude, I don't care about Ahmad Crump. By the time it's all said and done, dude, they care. Yeah, you I better. Mean, they care. <laughs> it is. And you know what? And, 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 and that's what I try, try to do. If I can make one person, because everybody is not not going to like you, sure. you know, and you yeah. have to understand that. Uh, but you know, if I can just make one person, adult, a kid, if I give them a high five or a smile, if I can just make make them feel good about something, I feel like that I've done I've done my job. Well, there you go. That's a great outlook to have. That's Ahmad Crump there, in-arena host for the Cavaliers. He'll be down here tonight at the Civic Center as it's Cavs night for the Canton Charge. Gates, 5.30 this, uh, this afternoon because they're going to have the Cavs championship trophy. Of course. Get your picture taken with that and get some autographs uh, by Austin Carr, Mr. Cavalier. That's pretty awesome. And it's all going down at the Civic Center tonight as uh, the Charge take on the Delaware 87ers. Ahmad, my man, uh, uh, dude, thank you so much for joining us. You're going to get to meet Fantone a little later. He'll be there. And, uh, dude, anytime you want to come back on the program, man, just let us know. You're great. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, you so much, man. Have a great holiday. All right, we'll take this uh, final break of the program. Come right back and get it closed out for you next. Hang on. 106.9. If you thought that A's was bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. And all I got to say is it's Friday. Oh, my dad. Clint Parker. Melinda Brown Duncan, baby. My katana. Mike Polk is going. No, he's not. He's got a burning in his butthole. He's got a fire. He's got a flame coming out of his butthole. That, that makes me so sad. Because that was the kind of music they used to, to you know, summon demons. I'm a big booty country girl. Shake it for my man, do the yee-haw 
316 says I just whipped your ass. Jay Pepe's. You know I'm in the room, chilling, kicking like I usually do, drinking. And somebody shot right through my back window, hit me in the chest. And I'm like, there's a dirty little secret. Danny's got something in his pants. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learned quick, fast, and hurt. I'll be there, and I will mow you down under my tires. This is serious. This is serious. This is not a joke. This is serious. This is for real. The truth of the matter is, you were not a good baby. And you need an asbestos diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants. Bam! All upside his head. Just slap them. They can make you slap somebody. And unfortunately for the Browns, they haven't figured that out since they got back to Cleveland. You ain't seen nothing yet until you see the flaming butthole. And there'll be people walking around all over America with flames coming out of their butthole. To all Republicans and Democrats and independents across this nation, I say it is time for us to kick the dust up. And when I got done, he said just lay off the hamburgers and french fries and that really just disrespected me and I felt awful. I've been waiting to get that take off my ass for about a month. Jesus. Rizzo. And again, I said it earlier this week. I can't be the guy that's like, dude, don't scream on the radio. No. Like, I, I can't, I can't no. be that guy. I can't be that guy. That would sound ridiculous coming from me. But bro, you sounded a little unhinged there. Well, and Stansberry doesn't have a history of violence in your pants. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been a little difference there. 911's never been called from my house. Well, actually, that's not true. <laughs> but that chick was nuts, and she grabbed the knife out of the knife block, and she came after me, though. That was years and years and years ago. We'll tell you that story another day. It's a good one. Buddy, this is it. We're pretty much done for yeah, the week. Uh, yeah. what, dude, give me the big plan. Obviously, you're going to the charge game tonight. Cavs charge night. Game tonight, dude. Cavs night is the uh, is the biggest thing I've got going. Uh, other than that, I'm sure tomorrow I've got to do some sort of Christmas. Like, babe, we have to go shopping. It's time to go wrap presents or some crap like that. But who cares about any of that? Cleveland Cavaliers night. night. Cleveland Cavaliers night tonight. Can't even say it. At the uh, Civic Center, man. <laughs> Canton Charge. I am super pumped up about it. Excited uh, not only for myself, but I'm excited for all the Canton basketball fans. Dude, this is a huge night. Austin Carr is going to be there. The Trophy's going to be there. Ahmad Crump is going to be there. Who, by the way, dude, knocked it out of the park. What a yeah, great he interview was great. he was. Yeah. He was great. Any, yeah. And honestly, I know you're probably going to probably you know shake hands with him and stuff like that. You tell dude, anytime he wants to come back, anything he wants to promote, we'd love to have him back on again. He was great. Certainly. He was. What, uh, what about you? What you got, dude? Here's the thing. You know what I'm going to do? I think right now is I, I think I got to go to like like a retail outlet. And it was so cold last night. My building's pretty old. Yeah. That even with my heat on, I was freezing in my bedroom. And so I think I'm going to, I can't believe, I'm going to go buy a space heater. A little chilly. <laughs> Might buy an electric blanket. Oh my God, chilly. I'm old. And there's a breeze in my apartment. And so I was wrapped with a blanket and now I need a space heater. Yeah, I think that's like, that's my big plan. Well, there you go. I, uh, <laughs> Get off my lawn. I'm going to swing by, I'm going to swing by Cavs nights a little later uh, at, at the charge game. And then tomorrow, I believe, the plan may be. To see just how many beers I can fit in my body. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's the plan. If you see a drunken buffoon wandering down Tusk, you'll know who it is. Offer to buy me stuff. <laughs> Food. Burritos and the like. <laughs> That'll go a long way. I'll get you drinks. I'll get you some uh, Jameson. Real quick before we head out of here, yeah. I, I know we're up against it. 15-year anniversary today of Bottlegate. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah, I was at Bottlegate. I, I was working for the flagship station of the Browns then, and we were going to leave early, too. And then that, that whole thing happened, and we were like, glad we didn't dude, leave glad we one. stuck around for this, because this is a, an S show. Yeah, 15-year anniversary of Bottlegate. This is when uh, Browns fans like threw urine-filled bottles at the referees over that bad call. I could be wrong here, but this also is the 15-year anniversary of the last time the Browns won a game? Playing the Bills this weekend. What do you think? You know you're a Buffalo fan. I think I might want to get the NFL red zone so I can watch anything else but that. All right. We'll be back at it live Monday morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a safe weekend. See you. Hey, Hall of Fame City. It is Fantone from the Stansberry Show with good news for you. AT&T making your holiday even brighter. That's right, AT&T, they understand your pain when it comes to a wireless provider you signed a contract with, and now you feel like you can't get out from underneath of it. And that's why AT&T is hooking you up with up to 650 bucks when you decide to make the switch to the AT&T Next Network. Yeah, so if you've outgrown your old wireless plan or you're sick of your wireless provider not having the smartphone that you want, dude, come over to the AT&T Next Network. They're hooking you up with up to 650 bucks to make the switch, plus they have the best smartphones available. But the thing is, much like the holidays, this deal is not going to be around forever. You're going to want to stop by your local AT&T store today and find out all the details on how you can get up to 650 bucks to make the switch. AT&T, mobilizing your world. Each line requires eligible port-in, trade-in, purchase, and service. Get minimum of $5 trading credit plus prepaid card in amount of device balance or early termination fees less trade-ins. Fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See store for details.